0: Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. It's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Blocks sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack at lightningdogs.com. Ladies and gentlemen, from the borough of Queens in the city of New York, this is the Epic Piecast with your hosts, Nelson Lugo and Schaefer the Dark Lord.
1: Loyal listeners, it's me, your good old pal Nelson Lugo, recording from Studio Six C, in Astoria Queens giving you episode fifty-four into your beautiful, beautiful ear holes. On um, the second chair, we have
2: my name is Shay for the Dark Lord,
1: and we are back with another jam-packed episode for all twelve of you, and I cannot be more excited.
2: You know, for four years, we had at least one thing about this show that was consistent and it was the style of the intro. Right, forget it. I'm That's... Not, I, I already complained about this last month. This, I don't need to
1: this keep, is exactly how it usually goes.
2: not going to keep fucking that chicken.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell?
2: My name is Schaefer the Dark Lord. Welcome to the Epic Podcast, Episode 54.
1: That's what I said. 54. Yes. Yeah. Four. Yeah. 54. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yes. This is episode 54. Now that we've... no. we've... Kick that into the dirt. What are we doing this month, good old Palo Mine? Well, how you been? I'm uh, I'm well. Good. That yeah. sounds qualified. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, sounds I'm consistent. Deep, I'm, I'm deep in the throes of um of pre-production because I'm I'm gearing up to go into rehearsals for my uh, solo show. Oh yeah. Well, congratulations. My thank you. Yeah, I've got a I've got a venue. I've got a director. I even have a. Stage manager slash sound person slash door person? Damn. Yeah. You're making moves. Yeah. That thing's yeah. happening. Well, it is. Yeah. The, there's a there's a lovely, lovely venue called The Red Room. In if New you York see City. last
2: month's episode, you'll find out that it's a bar on top of a bar on top of a bar.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, uh, they offered me a spot to do... Possibly a monthly show, oh. which will be my show. Uh, this the the first one is going to be September fourteenth, and if it if it does well, then it'll be an open ended run. Excellent. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. I'm excited. Um, it's it's a little it's a little nerve wracking because you know I haven't looked at script, let alone you know done anything with it yeah. and uh, I'm starting to look at it again um, but thankfully I have, a, I have a director who's really smart about structure and timing and and cadence and, and rhythm and so he's we're, we're kind of uh, hacking and slashing at the script to you know take away everything that is not the show and put everything that is the show and uh, uh, hopefully it'll work
2: well, excellent. I yeah. wish you the best. Thank you. Because I'm never going to see it. Because why not? <laughs> is that venue that the bar on top of the bar on top of the theater? Is that
1: where I live? <laughs> I've seen you out in the wild, sir. So don't even pretend that you are so much of a recluse that you don't actually leave your apartment.
2: Yeah, but there was like a wisps of smoke coming off my skin, like those <laughs> shitty vampires from True Blood.
1: <laughs> uh
2: no, you'll be. First of all, it's a seven o'clock show. I'm gonna go to your show, which dude. Only, You're my only best really, friend, really
1: old people love. Uh, they love seven o'clock shows. I'm gonna go to your show. I was okay. I was goofing on you. I know. I know you were. Um, but yeah, that's basically my life right now. Uh, you know, DJ thing's still happening. Um, shows happening. You know, uh, it's gonna be a really really busy. Four weeks. Excellent. Yeah.
2: Well, as you are deep in the throes of pre-production, I am uh-huh. deep in the throes of post-production. <laughs>
1: well, that's right. Because that's right. You're wrapping up on a couple of things.
2: Two records. Uh, yeah. One that I've been working on for a very long time and one that I've been working on just pretty much this year. Uh, uh-huh. They're both finished now. Well, one of them is, I, I believe, the final mixes of all of the songs. Which oh, good. Which is a collaborative uh, record with Shell Riley and the Double Ice Backfire. Wonderful. That will be released this fall. I've heard it; it's finished. I you can, I, you can trust me; it's a real thing. <laughs> and then my new uh, my new collection of unreleased material, which is called Junk Drawer Volume Two. Excellent. Uh, I have finished uh, prepping all of the vocal tracks for that, and they've been sent off to my good friend Vince Vandal, who is going to mix it. Except for a handful of older songs that have already been mixed and a couple sure. of remixes. Sure. Um, so I've just started finishing up on the production end. of of my work for these records so now it's in other they're both in other people's hands but so
1: you're so you're winding down with projects
2: I have two records coming out this fall I'm going on two tours this fall
1: wow okay
2: the previous junk drawer was a bunch of stuff that I'd like demoed over the years and it was like all old unreleased stuff Uh a couple of covers and like a couple of uh, remixes and stuff sure Uh, the new one has some of that some old stuff that I never really released and a couple of remixes and a couple of covers but it's a bunch of stuff that I've written for this record. So it's all a lot of it is like just brand new stuff. Just written over beats that I don't own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so okay, brand new stuff that you cannot sell. Correct. Okay, awesome. I'm just going to give it away for free and so yeah. people
2: can tell me how bad it is.
1: No. Uh, no,
2: but but that's that's basically consumed me um, this entire summer. No, I, I just, bet. I've yeah. been working every night and now that work is done. So now I can get back to the finer things in
1: life (laughs) like relaxing
2: no (laughs) i don't relax i haven't relaxed (laughs) definitely not since my 30s uh probably not since my 20s
1: well i mean other than the tours i mean do you have anything coming up Are you just gonna play a lot of video games and read comic books
2: no i'm getting back when i say i'm uh, getting back to um what did i say finer things in life i guess yeah no, what did I actually say? Yeah, fire. Yeah, fire exactly. What you oh, said. well, then I only mean professional wrestling.
3: <laughs>
2: Not to say that like my love of professional wrestling has ebbed in any way no. during this time because I will still make room for professional wrestling. Yeah, but I will be able to enjoy it without looking over my shoulder to make sure that I'm properly bouncing down vocal stems for every <laughs> song. Uh, and you actually have tickets to? I have tickets to Monday Night Raw. At the Barclays Center. In Brooklyn. Yeah. The Wowzers.
1: The yeah. And that's the day after the summer event.
2: Yes, it is. Awesome. I'm going to tell you more about that in a second. But I just, I, I've had this idea where I want to do a recurring segment in our shows. Yeah. Where I the, just talk about... The, the
1: Wrestler Minute with Shafer and the yeah, Black Lord.
2: Yeah. Uh, one minute I say everything I can that's happened in wrestling in the past month. Yeah. I've, I've encouraged it. Great. I'm going to do it. Good. But I feel we may have some either... Completely oblivious non-viewers of wrestling, sure, or, or maybe some fair weather viewers, or some people who aren't aren't quite caught up. And right. I feel like I would like to talk wrestling a little bit with you, with me. Yeah, I know nothing about the wrestling. I know, and now this thing that I enjoy is going to infiltrate this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> First of all, let me just explain. Can, I, can I can I ask a, a, a question before you begin? Yes, is uh, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase uh, part of this conversation? Not
2: part of this conversation. Okay. What about Hacksaw Jim Duggan? I enjoyed wrestling very much when I was a kid. Uh, the back in the day of Ted DiBiase and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, I was always a big Macho Man fan. Um, Love the Heart Foundation. I'm
1: a I'm a Hulkamaniac for life.
2: You watched wrestling for as a, life. You were we were boys of the same age. It yes. was the law. You yes. watched wrestling.
1: I did. I did, and I loved it.
2: I got out of it when I discovered drugs and sex and punk rock, uh, and then never really looked back and never cared. Uh, but in this past year, I have found myself falling ass first <laughs> <laughs> down into a bottomless abyss of fandom, and yeah. it's just taken over my life. I
1: No, I, no, you've, you've, you have embraced this new, <clears throat> or rather this rekindled love of wrestling with a fervor and a passion that I haven't seen you embrace anything. Let me tell you why I love wrestling so much. Because it is the perfect American
2: entertainment. You think so? Yeah, because... You can look at all of the great American art forms: jazz, sure, hip hop, sure. I'm gonna assume uh, improv troops.
1: <laughs> improv comedy. <laughs> um,
2: you know, Americans made that.
3: <laughs>
2: okay, um, <laughs> hair metal, like sure. You sure. take any anything, any genre of American entertainment of the past forty years or or longer, and you know, there's, there's many things to love about it. Professional wrestling is every one of those goddamn things thrown into one. For one, it's, it's, it's
1: a, it's a, it's a, a veritable smorgasbord of pop culture entertainment.
2: There's sports, there's a soap opera. Sure. There is high fantasy, good versus evil. Sure. Flashy costumes, rock and roll guitar riffs, a Pyrotechnics. Oh yeah, very much comic uh, book aesthetic. Yeah, so many like love triangles, uh-huh. violence. Oh, absolutely. Revenge. Yes. Lots of times the supernatural. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> really? Yeah.
2: It's like it's ghosts and shit. Everything. Feather boas and sequins. Everything. They just took everything that America did and stuffed it into one perfect package. I kind of feel they're like... stripping. There's tons of nudity. What? Um. Well, mostly nudity. Oh like scantily clad there's there's uh, immeasurable sex appeal but it's like mostly naked oiled people
1: i i kind of equate wrestling to a lot of modern video games or rather modern game modern video game shooters Mm -hmm. where every single problem is solved by shooting something and whereas in wrestling every single problem is solved by punching something that's
2: pretty much always the case
1: sometimes it's a little more complicated some of their storylines
2: get a little bit more complex and there's There's a negotiation or a a betrayal of some kind but it doesn't matter because whatever the thing is whatever the macguffin is that solves the problem it just creates a new problem that is then solved with punching (laughs) so you're right (laughs) in wwe there are two divisions
1: yeah kind of like kind of like baseball was the american league and the national league sure okay
2: there's monday night raw okay and there is SmackDown Live. I see. They have two completely different rosters that don't have, like, the members don't cross over. Okay. They have their own separate tiers of championships. Sure. Their, their own belt system. Oh, like I see. There's, there's like, a,
1: like their main title belt. There's the Raw main title belt. Yeah. And then there's the SmackDown main title. Yeah, belt.
2: the SmackDown belt is the world champion. Is and, there a and, weight
1: class? Is there heavyweight, middleweight, featherweights?
2: Sure. Once it gets up to the, the, the more prestigious belts, it doesn't really matter anymore. When I was a kid, the Intercontinental Championship, even though it was never stated, was kind of like smaller guys. Like yeah. Big, big yeah, bulky yeah, yeah. guys would go for the or world champion. Uh, there is now the cruiserweights, which are wrestlers who are 205 or under. Oh, okay. So smaller guys. Yeah. But other than that, it's it, it doesn't really matter.
1: Okay, it doesn't matter. It but doesn't there
2: matter. is like, there is... A there is a set of Raw tag team champions and a set of SmackDown tag team champions. Got it. There's a Raw women's champion. There's a SmackDown women's champion. Got it. Um, and the, they don't cross like they don't cross. They don't fight each other. They are they're sequestered to their own <laughs> nights, their own <laughs> huh, shows. Okay. Now uh, WWE is just. A money-making machine, and they have a number of pay-per-views throughout the year. The biggest one, obviously, being WrestleMania. Sure. And then a bunch of little shitball ones with, like, silly (laughs) names like Extreme Rules and (laughs) Great Balls of Fire. Uh Uh-huh. And those
1: are the, like, the division-specific ones? Yes.
2: They're all, like, it's either a Raw or a SmackDown-branded pay-per-view. But, like, the big ones are, like, both. But there are four big ones a year. Okay. Uh, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble... WrestleMania is the coup de gras, Yeah, sure. But probably it's... The, the, the crown jewel, as they say. It's second in command is SummerSlam. Ooh.
1: Which happens this week. So I guess WrestleMania is in the winter and SummerSlam is in the summer. WrestleMania is in March. Oh, they're not that far apart from each other. No. I would imagine they would spread those out more, I guess. Well, they guess
2: spread them out. Survivor Series is in November.
1: Oh, I see. I see. Okay.
2: So it's a big one. So there will be matches that they've been building in Raw and uh, there'll be matches that they've been building in SmackDown and they're all uh, gonna go and it's gonna be this huge event
1: but still they're not wrestling like Raw people don't wrestle no. Sla- SmackDown people no
2: that's not happening huh that's weird well they can't because these are, are branded to weekly shows and they've spent months or weeks building up storylines that result in these matches and they can't build why can't,
1: up why can't it just be a title match why does it have to be a storyline <laughs> oh
2: my god it's like you've never watched a soap opera <laughs> What happens when, when, when Gertrude uh, slaps
1: Cliff? You have to realize, like, I stopped watching before the Chicago Screwjob. Is that what it's called? Montreal. Montreal Screwjob. Uh-huh. I, I didn't watch that. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I was before the era where storylines were important. That's not true. No, that is true. I mean, no, I watched them build
2: a feud between King Harley Race and Hacksaw Jim Duggan for weeks. Before yeah, but they it had- wasn't.
1: But like that was just an excuse to get them in the ring. It wasn't, you know, like you no. didn't, like as a as a as a casual fan, you can drop in and out and not miss a beat.
2: You know, well, no, that's true because they bring you up to speed. But that doesn't mean there hasn't been through threads going. Look, Vince McMahon is <laughs> a, a a carny genius, and he has learned how to hook audiences by you keep them coming back. The story never ever ends it doesn't take a knee it doesn't catch its breath (laughs) it just keeps going if you resolve a feud a new feud starts next week it never stops and that is all primarily to sell pay-per-view tickets or or live tickets or you know subscriptions to their streaming network yeah yeah so you can like drop in and you can watch matches by people that don't have beef but it's not nearly as interesting and it doesn't it doesn't sell as well as something with some you know fire behind
1: it right 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 right
2: so they have been building up to SummerSlam in a huge way, obviously in the past couple of weeks. This Sunday is when SummerSlam happens, so you now know when we recorded. Which means that this week is their final push uh-huh. into SummerSlam. Uh-huh. So you got to like, mm. like the oomph. Yeah, you like got to really,
1: you got to kick the puppy out the door. Oh, as They crank say. crank
2: up those those last couple of notes on the guitar solo before we hit that <laughs> resolution.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And okay. so that's
2: what they're doing. So this is what I'm going to suggest. I don't have time to catch you up to speed. No. No, that'd be. Impossible. I want you to feel emotionally invested. So this is what we're gonna do. I, we don't, we're not gonna watch all these matches, no, and we're no, not gonna no. watch all of SmackDown and Raw. And God, talk no, about it. no, no, no. There are four main elements, I think, to a wrestler's repertoire. As, four. As, four, okay. Four main elements. Sure. It's turntables. What's a turntable? Rapping, uh, breakdancing, and graffiti. That's, nope. Those are the.
1: That's those are the four elements of hip hop. That's hip hop. That's not ras- that's not wrestling. Do they say wrestling? They don't say
2: that anymore. They don't. It's a, it's a very serious business.
1: Got it. It's um,
2: athleticism. Okay. That makes sense. It's the acting to sell the hits and sell the storylines.
1: Oh, sure. Sure, sure. Okay. It's cutting promos. And that would be like the interviews, pre-game, post-game, that exactly. kind of thing? Okay. And my
2: favorite part, the entrances. Oh, okay. It's like a fashion show, too, because there's a, everybody has a big entrance. They have, they have their own select music. Sure. They have their own they have their their specific choreography and props uh-huh. and lighting that goes with their entrance. Okay. And it never, ever uh-huh. changes. Oh. They have such tight quality control there that if you go see any wrestler, any uh-huh. night in any city, their
1: entrance will be exactly the same you don't you don't just mean like the lights and the music i mean like the actual choreography the number of, of what s- it is they actually do yes. on that
2: walkway the number of steps they take onto the ramp before they pause and do their pose or whatever uh-huh. it stays the same also the camera choreography Never exactly part of part of like some of their entrances are the way that they are shot for television they never
1: change that, that may, you know that actually makes sense for consistency for television broadcast yeah. because if the if the cameras know exactly what they're going to do then there's no surprises and they can capture everything yeah. that makes sense it,
2: anyway I, I bring this all up because yeah. i feel like it's a very tight definitive part sure. of a wrestler's entire brand okay so what we're gonna do tonight yeah raw and smackdown this week sure they, they've both aired they're both on my dvr yeah i'm gonna take five of the title matches from summerslam okay we're going to watch the entrances just their entrances <laughs> because they're not they might not be wrestling this week they might just be coming out and cutting promos yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. they're definitely pushing for summerslam sure so we're just gonna watch their intros perfect and watching them knowing nothing else about them nothing else I, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you some stuff during their intros sure you tell me who's going to win the match, and I'll tell you <laughs> who's going to win the match this Sunday at SummerSlam, and right. I'll tell you who I think is going, to, who is going to win based on months and months and months of uh-huh. following these storylines. Sure, sure, My sure, invested sure. opinion. Yeah. Who's going to win this match? You're going to see how they walk to the ring, and you're going to tell me who's going to win it. And Perfect. we're going to see I love this. on Sunday who's right.
1: I love this. Okay.
2: One of the big matches at SummerSlam is going to be a match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Okay. These belts are currently held by Cesaro and Sheamus- Cesaro and Seamus Seamus. and their opponents are going to be Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins who three years ago were partners in an organization called The Shield Uh and then there was Bad Blood and they've recently been building this reluctant team up that they've been doing I don't Uh know all of that Shield stuff happened before me because again I've only been watching for about the past eight months Oh, okay. But full disclosure, I already showed you the little segment about their history. So yeah, a little bit. So Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose are going to team up and take on Cesaro and Sheamus. So so do they enter individually or do they enter as teams? Cesaro and Sheamus uh, always enter as a team. And even if one of them has a singles match, they still do their tag team entrance. They both show up? Yeah. Okay. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, again, they aren't very tight just yet. So, so they, they still they're, 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 doing two, they're doing two solo entrances. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Hit me. First, we're going to take a look at Dean Ambrose, the lunatic fringe, as he's known, because he's uh-huh. supposedly crazy, but I don't feel he's been selling that very well. So if you want to, like, watch along with us, you can literally pull up any entrance from any of these people on YouTube, because they will be the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Dean
1: Ambrose? Yeah, look at him. That's that pretty horrible wrestling attire.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed by how many wrestlers on the modern it's roster... just jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, didn't even try. What happened to the cool boots and the cute That's a
1: horrible wrestling costume. I like his music. Well, you're going to hear a lot of... <laughs> It's like a, Guitar it's like, riffs. It's basically just like... A, a, It's basically a power ballad that just goes on forever. A, this is not a power ballad. Or what do they call that? They call that a... It's just a power riff. That's it. Power riff. It's a riff.
2: WWE loves their riffs.
1: What is that? He's just kind of walking around.
2: That's what he does. Oh.
1: Right, cut it. Cut the music.
4: Let's
3: go.
2: Okay, yeah. Let's cut the music. I've had enough of you. So anyway... Okay. So he's not wrestling tonight. He's doing. He's cutting a promo now. Oh, I'm, he's cutting a promo. I've already seen this, so I know that Seth Rollins is going to come out. And you cannot go out into the, the arena in WWE without doing an entrance. So here will be his tag team partner at SummerSlam, Seth Rollins. All right. Also, also known as Seth Freaking Rollins. Seth Rollins. Oh.
1: Very similar music. Oh, there's a lot. There's like...
2: One dude in a basement who makes all these songs. just Oh, I like his lights. Poops them out all like day the long. the
1: static and the... Oh, wow. Flames. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Let me tell you what I like about Seth
2: freaking Rollins. Um. He's from Davenport, Iowa.
1: Wait, what kind of pants is he wearing? What is that? Is he wearing armor?
2: Kind of. Yeah, it's like sh- some shiny shit. Yeah, he's like wearing like
1: these giant metal knee pads. What is that? I mean, at least he's not wearing jeans. Oh, yeah, like, fucking show up to the job, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, and also those jeans are fake jeans. Those jeans are still made out of spandex material. Yeah.
1: Well, that's lazy. (laughs) Oh, I like like his his leggings, or jeggings. Okay. Okay. So, that is going to be one tag team. That's one tag team.
2: Yes. Okay. And their opponents... Okay, now this is uh, Seamus in a solo match, but it's still Seamus and Cesaro. This is their tag entrance every time, too. And they're still going to have their belts, even though it's a solo match.
1: Whoa, I love it. I love it.
2: That camera movement, that, that, that tracking shot around them, that's the same every time. Yeah. And
1: then... That sort of like Michael Bay-esque camera turn. Oh, I like I like his Mohawk. What's with the thumb
2: thing? What do they do that for? Uh, when they do that, when they when they put their thumbs out together, they're suggesting that, that if you draw a line between the two of them, it's a bar. Oh. And they I see. have some tagline where it's like, we don't just raise the bar, we are the bar. Oh, I see. Um they're the current champions. Also, I guess it should be mentioning that that they are they are heels.
1: Okay. Where, bad guys.
2: Yeah, whereas All the, fame. Uh, the others are Rollins and Rollins and Dean Ambrose, they're both faces. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, knowing nothing else about their careers yes. and how they got their belts or how long they've had them or yes. what's going on with the relationship between Seth freaking Rollins and yes. Dean Ambrose, just based on those entrances, who's going to win at SlammerSlam? Slam?
1: Which one was the one that had the the static that turned into flames? Was that the freaking that was Seth Rollins? Seth freaking Rollins? Seth
2: freaking Rollins from Davenport,
4: Iowa. He,
1: that was of the, of the three that I saw. Uh-huh. That one was the visually, I think, the best one. Uh-huh. Um, although the tag team one, where they had that one still image of them in, encased in bright, bright bluish white light, uh-huh. and the camera circling around, that was a great shot. Uh, but the rest of it, I didn't really like. So I think, I think. Um, I don't know how the tag team stuff is going to work down, but I know that Seth freaking Rollins is going to win. Oh. Yeah. Well, they both
2: have to win. It's a tag team match. He can't win no, on his own. No, I know zone. that,
1: but I'm, well, I guess I guess I'm going one Whoever step further. Whoever he's with I'm going one step further in that when they win, he's the one who actually gets the win. He gets the pin.
2: Oh. Yeah. Wow, you went for like a bigger. Yeah. So, you have not only told me who's going to win. Yeah. They're going to take those they're going to take the belts. They're going to take the belts. Okay. But it's going to be by pinfall, not submission or disqualification. No, it's counter, by by pin. Yes, by pin, and it's going to be Seth freaking Rollins. You want to predict who he's going to pin? Um, the guy in the mohawk. He's going to pin Sheamus yes. to take the belt. Wow. Yes. Um, I like Seth freaking <laughs> Rollins. I can't stand Dean Ambrose, and I really like Cesaro and Sheamus. So I want them to retain. But I'm going to say that they are going to retain. I think it's a little too early for them to turn this. Renewed friendship between Ambrose and Rollins into gold. Like I don't think they're going to give them belts yet, but they could because that's a huge event to have at a major pay per view. That's what
1: I'm saying. It's a major pay per view. It'd be a huge upset. So I'm saying.
2: All right, you've taken. I don't. I'm not even going to speculate how it's going to be won. <laughs> I'm just going to say Cesaro and Sheamus are going to walk out with those belts. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Next. Next, uh, we're going to go to the women's division here. Ooh, okay. Women's division of Raw. This is for the Raw women's champion.
1: Is there, is there a, a different uh, women's div- like uh, weight class, or is it just women's division? There's just women's division. Got it. In Raw, the champion is
2: Alexa Bliss. Alexa uh, Bliss. Yeah. Uh, Five Feet of Fury. Nice. Uh, the Goddess. Ooh. Uh, Little Miss Bliss. I like that. I like Little Miss Bliss. She's the current champion. She's super heel super heel yeah okay and she this this week on raw they there was a like a match between nia Jax and sasha banks to determine who was going to compete against alexa for the belt at uh-huh. Summerslam. and i have no spoiler idea alert sasha banks w- wins so i'm going to show you <laughs> sasha banks intro alexa does not wrestle in this episode so you don't really get to see her full entrance but of course she interrupts at the beginning so, right. so you get to see her do a, a bit of her entrance, a bit of enough it. to see that she's the champion. Okay. So I'm going to show you first Sasha Banks. Challenger. Sasha Banks. Legit. Oh wow. Her nickname is the Legit Boss. Wow. That move is always the same. And I then love then the glasses
1: come off there. I love that costume. I love it.
2: Yeah, she's uh, she's real pretty, and she's a, a real. Oh, she's
1: absolutely she's gorgeous,
2: and she's a a really amazing wrestler.
1: What's with the chair?
2: I guess we're going to find out in a sec, aren't
1: we? Okay. Um, I love her. I love her costume. I think it's fucking on point. I think she's got a great look.
3: Uh,
1: I love the purple
2: hair. Legit boss. It's kind of modern day slang for
3: the kids. Uh-huh.
4: Okay.
1: Throwing some shade. Okay.
2: And now the champ should be interrupting this. There she is. Here comes Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Dude. Reigning Raw Women's Champion. Holy shit.
1: Damn. That's a fucking entrance. I love that. Fucking sparkles and shit. That belt is half her size. She's five feet tall.
2: So yes, the chair was there. The chair this isn't there a full her. entrance from Alexa, but it's just her coming out to watch. I like, I like I like her music too. To see who's yeah.
1: Oh she's oh she's basically there just to watch the match.
2: Yeah, to so she can uh, size up her competition at Summerslam.
1: That's fucking hilarious.
2: Okay. <laughs>
3: uh, 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 I would also like to point out Alexa
2: Bliss, uh, current reigning champion. Uh huh. She also recently moved from the SmackDown brand to the Raw brand, oh. and she is the only woman in WWE who has ever held both championships.
1: <gasps> wow. She, she's been
2: the SmackDown champion, and she's been the Raw champion. Okay. Now, they've been building fire for her this year. Like she's yeah, had yeah. Every pay-per-view, she's yeah. like defended that belt at, uh, against somebody who was set up to take it. She yeah. always walks away with it. Yeah. Sasha's a huge fan favorite. Sure. Um, Alexa's a fan favorite. Like, she... Is the heeliest heel that ever healed? <laughs> she's so mean and so rude.
1: Uh, I but love people her. still love her. I love her
2: so much. I, I love think her. she's
1: great. I think she's fucking fantastic.
2: Okay, so mm-hmm. who's gonna take this match? Is are we
1: gonna see the oh, champion? Oh, ha- hands down, Alexa Bliss. Alexa hands. Bliss is going to retain. Hands down. Did you see that entrance? I with the it. blue and the sparkles and the she took her time walking down. And Yo,
2: I. Love Alexa Bliss I think
1: think, uh, Based based on just the entrance alone Mm -hmm. Alexa Bliss Okay Because there was uh, uh, There was more Attention put on her entrance Sasha Banks entrance was kind of I don't know Almost cursory Almost glossed over Like they didn't pay much attention to it Okay Uh, I think I think Alexa Bliss is going to take
2: it And is she going to uh, Is she going to take it clean she going to
1: take it dirty Dirty But the ref's not going to see it Okay. Well, hold on. I think, I think, it'll, be, I think it'll be a clean pin or submission, but she's going to fight dirty along the way.
2: Oh, well, of course. That's, that is how she fights. Yeah. I believe that Sasha Banks is going to win this match, but she's not going to get the title. She's, I think she's, huh? you can win by disqualification or count out and the belt doesn't change hands. It has to be by pin or submission. Oh. Unless it's like a no rules. That's
1: a technicality.
2: Yeah, well, there's there's, there's special types of matches where there, <laughs> these stipulations aren't in effect. But uh, that's been kind of a, a go-to for Bliss at pay-per-views, and I think they're going to continue that streak. I don't think they're ready to let go of her as champion. Where
1: she loses by technicality, but she retains the belt.
2: Yes. Interesting. They've done that a lot of times, and I think they love having her as a champion, but I think they gotta they want to see an audience wants to give a round of applause to Sasha because they love her. So I, th- I say Sasha's going to win by disqualification or count out and Bliss retains. Okay. 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 So we both think, we both think that... No, I th- you think oh, Bliss is going to win. Yeah. I think Sasha's going to win. But, but both, both scenarios, both Alexa scenarios Bliss walks out of there with the belt.
1: Got it. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Moving on. All right. What I believe is the main event, or at least one of the co-main events at SummerSlam, is going to be a fatal four-way... Four men uh-huh. fighting for one title, uh-huh. and it's the, the top... So how is that different than a Royal Rumble? Well, a Battle Royal, you just have to throw... Once you get thrown over the top oh, rope, battle royal, you're yeah. out. That's that's it. Oh, I see. Fatal Four-Way, you have to... Somebody still has to be pinned or submit. Interesting. Um, and only one person does to win. Like,
1: so who, win, so who how do you win a Fatal Four-Way? You pin or make somebody tap out but you don't have to You don't like, have to be the first person to make someone. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you don't first... have to,
2: you don't have to eliminate everybody. And then all
1: you have to do is just pin one person yes. and, and, and they, okay. Yes.
2: Got it. Uh, this is for like the top men's belt at raw, which is the universal championship, which is basically just the world champion. But
1: I, it's like, if, if, if there's a belt up for grabs, why would they do a fatal four way? Why, why wouldn't it be like a heads up? Uh, they've been
2: building a little bit of, um, fire among all these guys. there there've, there've been some feuds brewing among all of them. And, uh, the current champion, Brock Lesnar, has said that if he loses this, mm-hmm. he's going to retire. Oh, okay. So let's okay. meet the four contenders in this co-main event.
1: Hit me!
3: So first, I would like to introduce to all of you uh-huh. the universal champion,
1: universal Champion.
3: Lesnar!
1: Wowzers. That guy has no neck.
2: No, neither does this guy.
3: Oh.
1: Good music, good light. The Beast Oh wait, I know this guy.
2: Yeah, he's the former UFC guy. Yeah,
3: this is the guy from MMA. Yeah.
2: Jeebus, he's big. Yeah, I I find him to I, I like him, but I find him to be one of the most genuinely scary presences yeah. in W. Like he he freaks me out. Yeah, no, he's a. He looks like he might not like he a, who's could. Who's the could, guy so,
1: walking around with him?
2: Uh, that's his um, advocate, Paul Heyman, because Brock Lesnar doesn't really speak a lot. <laughs> he says a couple of things, but he's just basically a mouthpiece. He's his mouth of right. the south, Jimmy Hart. his Bobby the Brain Heenan? Right.
1: I'm unimpressed with his entrance. Okay. I think he
2: wants to leave. And I think that that's think why so? they added that stipulation. Because he doesn't want to do that. He wants to retire? Yeah. He freaks me out because he looks like any day he's going to snap in the middle of the match and like think that it's real <laughs> and just start tearing organs out of yeah. people. Yeah. He scares me.
1: He is a scary guy.
2: Oh, you going to let Paul Heyman talk? Uh, this is... I mean, this is kind of part of his intro. But... I don't. I'm not enduring. No, no, we don't need to do that. Subjecting you to this, we can just
1: we we can just go to the next uh, superstar. Yes, that's what they call them now. The next superstar,
2: Samoa Joe, who I love.
1: I like I like his name.
2: Yeah, you're gonna like his entrance music too.
1: Oh, what what?
2: Yep, I recently lifted Samoa Joe's music to make a song called One Fall. It's gonna be in my record. Oh, oh,
1: nice. I like his lights. I like his intro lights.
2: He. His entrance to me looks, always looks like, I just want to get this part over with so yeah. I like can start hurting.
1: Is he wearing bionic legs? I don't believe so. He looks like he's wearing robotic legs. <laughs> he just pushed one of the security guards.
2: They've been building a feud between these two for a while. I love Samoa Joe. Damn, look at. He's agile.
1: That guy looks like he's full of fucking pain and hate. Yeah. What, 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 what? Back up, back up, back up.
2: Braun Strowman. Wow. The Monster
1: Among Men. men. Pull back, pull back. I want to see the lights. Eh, not really impressive. I mean, it's just kind of generic.
2: They didn't really put a lot into his intro.
1: Yeah, it's pretty generic entrance music and lights and he wearing it's like these weird patchwork military fatigues he goes over the top rope
2: <laughs> he's a monster among men Nelson
1: how big is he how tall is he he
2: looks uh, tall he's uh, enormous
1: those those guys look small next to him which Brock Lesnar
2: does not look small next to
1: anyone but he's Joe not, does he looks shorter he looks shorter next to oh dear I'm, Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: I wow. didn't like Braun at first, but he's been growing on me recently. <laughs> Has he?
1: Yeah. All right. So four guys, Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, and uh, Mr. Strowman. Uh, who's the fourth one? Oh, okay.
2: The fourth one is Roman Reigns.
1: Oh, I love it. I love his lights. I love it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Damn. That guy looks like he was born of pure hate. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) The first thing he did was fucking tackle Samoa Joe. No. (laughs) Strowman. Oh, body slam.
2: Okay. You're you're supposed to be making these decisions based on entrances. We can't just watch wrestling now. Okay. Okay. So we've got reigning champion Brock Lesnar. Uh Uh-huh. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Samoa Joe.
1: This is going to be tough. My first instinct is Samoa Joe. Okay. um, But I think I'm going to go with uh, Roman Empire. Roman Reigns. Sorry, Roman Reigns. I think his entrance lights were fantastic. And uh, there was more attention to his entrance music and uh, lights and, and walkway than the rest of them. Okay. More attention paid. So, yeah. Also, that guy looks like... Um, uh, a banshee scream hatched out of a dragon egg. Oh. Kind of a mixed message, right? Uh, Roman Reigns
2: is a very controversial character mm-hmm. to, the MC- uh, to the WWE universe mm-hmm. because he's like a top build guy, headlines things, retired The Undertaker at WrestleMania. <gasps> he's, Fuck. he's been the world champion a few times. He's held a bunch of belts. They constantly are selling him as a face. And the audience hates him so much. Oh, man. It's like the WWE has constantly been trying Aww. to say, like, here's Roman. He's gonna. He's one of our big stars. He's one of our top guys. And they just hate his freaking guts. Why? Uh, I think they resent what the McMahons have done with him and the way that they've sold him and used him in a way that...
1: As what? As, as like, what, the Undertaker light or the Next Generation Undertaker? I don't or? really
2: know, but I've never seen... A quote-unquote good guy booed so much. I don't hate him, but I don't. I'm not into him. I don't like his finishers.
1: Either. I like. I like him. I like his look. I like his entrance. Uh, I think. I think he's going to win.
2: Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah. In fact, you you're probably onto something. I feel like Roman. I think he probably has a pretty good shot.
1: I think. I think he's going to hell. You know what? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take it. I don't think. I, I think he's actually going to pin Brock Lesnar. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Roman Reigns is going to is going to either pin or make a submission uh uh Brock Lesnar.
2: Okay. I want Joe to win. Really bad because I like Joe. He's Joe seems fun. He's pretty I like new, Joe. he's pretty new to the main roster and I I love him, but I don't think they're going to give it to him. I think it's going to be Braun. I think Braun Strowman is going to take it. They're starting to push him a little bit and I think it's going to be Braun Strowman, but I want it to be Joe. Hmm. But you're saying Roman Reigns pins or s- makes Brock Lesnar tap out. Yeah. Nobody's making Brock Lesnar tap out. If He's not happens. giving up his belt and retiring on a tap out from the most hated guy.
1: Oh no, you know what? You're right. You're right. They're You're not right. gonna
2: make him tap. No, him. no,
1: they're not gonna make him tap. Okay. So he'll out there he'll either paint or make or make submit either Strowman or, or Samoa Joe.
2: In the co main event I
1: can't I keep wanting to say headline There's now.
2: two main events? Well yeah, because there's two Division...
1: Oh, got it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay.
2: The defending champion, Jinder Mahal, will face... (coughs) Wait, I know that name. Shinsuke Nakamura. So let's take a look at Jinder Mahal. Yes, Jinder Mahal. The modern-day Maharaja. (laughs)
4: Ladies and gentlemen. Love it. (laughs) Your WWE champion. Love it.
3: (laughs) The modern-day Maharaja.
1: Love it. I love this. I love every second of this. Damn. I want more.
2: Harry, he, He's he's super heel. Only been oh. champ a uh, few months, but he's had a lot of, like, oh my God. big profile Oh, defenses. my God. Look at
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking beautiful. The, 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 the LED ramp lighting the up in fire. The LED ramp with fire into sun into stars looking like the maharaja roof the taj mahal taj mahal thank you look at him Jeez. he looks like he can eat a baby um i mean i mean look at he's just pure anger yeah oh uh, yeah bowing to the belt respect
2: wow
1: and that's when the lights come on every time he
2: does the bow that's when the lights come on I don't need to see any more. He's going to win. Oh, no. You've not seen Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance.
1: Oh, okay. I love this entrance. This is the best entrance I've seen so far. He looks fantastic. Okay. Uh, And as a heel, he's the perfect heel. He's great. He's perfect. Look at him. Because
2: it's great, they get to kind of make fun of the audience by being like, you hate him for the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. There are people in the audience who probably hate him because he's a goddamn terrorist. but Right, or a brown person he's, or whatever. He's Indian. He's...
1: Oh my God, there's a fucking rug in the ring. Yes!
2: Yes! I love everything about this. Yeah, I like Gender too. I'm super crazy gender- about him, but...
1: Gender's my favorite. Okay. Gender's right. my favorite. So... I, whatever whatever gender does I'm I am gender fan a number one. <gasps> there's more. There's dancing. There's
2: <laughs> oh yeah. He's he's had it like no, full like a fucking Bollywood movie on the oh okay love it. So Shinsuke Nakamura was a big star in Japan and then a big star in NXT and he sure. recently came up to the main roster and they're they're pushing him and now he's got uh, he's got title shot in the main event. Oh nice big pay per view. Is, uh, is it well
1: earned? Has he earned? Has he has oh, roses of the right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Shinsuke's great and he's worked really hard and. Well, his entrance is something else.
1: All right, lay
4: on
3: me.
1: Whoa. Oh, I love this.
4: Uh, this is disrespectful. This is Jayden Hall SummerSlam future. Wait
2: for it. Wait for it. That is crazy. Listen to the audience. I fucking love this. This song has no words. Nor should it. But listen to the audience. The audience is doing that? That's what I Yeah, that's what I started singing to. What oh, the what? That happens in the future. Look at him. Look at him. That guy's badass. He's not even done yet, dude. There's so much there's so much to the choreography of his entrance. Yeah, he's got he looks rev- drunk. He does kind of always look drunk, but he's, his 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 e- entrance is far no, I from love over. It. He's got that, there's a couple. Of,
1: no, it's evocative of that whole like drunken master series. I love it.
2: Yeah, he's still got a he's got a couple of his big poses to still do.
1: Is there something he, else he's
2: gonna he, do? He looks like he's made out of rubber, and he just yeah. Or he looks like he's one of those those toys you'd have as a kid where it's a giraffe, and then you push the platform on the bottom, and it would collapse. Yeah, and then you take your thumb off of it, and it comes back up back into shape oh man they cut his anyway I guess for the sake of this promo they didn't have time to let him get to the end of it but there's a couple of big moves in that in that entrance and I feel like you were robbed maybe he wraps it up here at
1: the end of this well maybe I don't know I loved it I think the, the fact that the audience hums along or 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 sings along with the wordless music is great his strobe light entrance I think is fucking phenomenal He's got this whole like
2: David Bowie esque rock and <laughs> rock star thing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jinder Mahal, I think, is a fucking presence. Like when he walks a room, like when he walks into the spotlight, there's some fucking star quality there. You know what I mean? Like he he is a pro who knows what he's doing. Very good at his job. Mm-hmm. Very confident. These and are, it shows are. in his treatment of both um, his entrance music and the entrance lights and the sort of beautiful. Beautiful LEDs that he walks down on, and the fact there's a rug there. I mean, we're talking about a man who's at the top of his fucking game. You know what I really
2: like about Jinder Mahal is that every time he comes out to do some sort of in-ring yeah. promo type thing yeah. like that, and he does his intro, yeah. and if he is not wrestling, like if he's just coming out to do to just yeah. talk, if he's not yeah. if he's not actually throwing fists, he is always in a suit. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I I really like that.
1: Um and uh, this is a tough whereas, call. whereas like John
2: Cena will keep coming out in the same t-shirt and ball cap and jean yeah. shorts yeah.
1: All, yeah. Uh, no um, matter what he's doing. This is a tough call because uh Shin, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke. Yes. Great intro. The master of strong style. Great fucking intro. The 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 the, the strobe light with the with the music and the fact he just kind of goes a little bit fucking crazy on his walk down. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I'm I'm going to go with Jinder on this one. Okay. I'm gonna go with gender on this one. I think it's gonna be a really like real fucking balls to the wall battle of both body and spirit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I think I think they're gonna milk every goddamn second of like this epic battle between two uh, opposing forces. Uh-huh. But I think at the end of the day, I think gender is gonna win.
2: I um, I really really want Shinsuke to win and. I don't think that they're going to let him have it yet. I, this yeah, it's one, too
1: early. It's too early in his career, I would imagine. I want him to win it. Yeah,
2: I, I want to like pick something different than you did on this, but I also think Jinder's going yeah. to retain.
1: I don't. I don't know how he's
2: going to win. He's going to cheat. Those the, his little sidekicks there, the Singh brothers, is what yeah. they're called. They interfere in all I the fucking matches. Love all that. They, I love they, that. Yeah, I
1: fucking love the, that. He's so like much.
2: got like two Jimmy of
1: out <laughs> hearts. I fucking love that. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a pin or submission. I doubt it'll be a submission. He doesn't yeah he's, i think I think it'll be a pin or a technicality or something, but yeah. he's definitely gonna win
2: yeah i I think gender's I think gender's yeah. gonna win he's gonna he's gonna keep the
1: belt I want, oh my god that and also not for nothing that is a beautiful man,
2: yeah, you know what I'm excited about what's that? i I feel that it is inevitable because of the way that sometimes wrestling audiences can be their behavior can be predicted sure at some point in this match when he starts when it starts looking like he's gonna win, but they want they want him to lose yeah. The audience will inevitably start chanting USA because they're racist. Yes, because yeah. you ch- chant against the, the the brown bad guy. Yeah, and that's going to crack me up because I'm going to want to see the presumably the
1: referee take a bow because
2: Shinsuke is from Japan.
1: <laughs> right, but you know it's going to happen. I love I love how how it's a title match between two immigrants. That makes makes me fucking joyful. You know,
2: there are are a lot of non-white people holding belts right now. I love it. And I feel like Vince McMahon's kids must have gotten a hold of some of the the control (laughs) over there because Vince is historically kind of notoriously racist.
0: Yeah, a little bit. bit. Okay,
2: we've got the women's uh, SmackDown title. Okay. So, uh, which will be returning champion Naomi. Okay. And her opponent... Will be Natalia. She I is. Uh, she is better. another legacy wrestler. Her father was Jim The Anvil Neidhart. Ooh. Uh, and her uncle uh, Bret Hart. <gasps>
1: Ooh. Let's take a look. All right.
0: The WWE track where Becky Lynch was state She's of also a heel.
1: Director. Ooh, nice. And, and from Canada. Oh yeah. Purple Canada. Maple Leafs. Fuck yeah. And a
0: big she looks Lynch great.
1: She's great. She's so pretty. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking patent <laughs> leather. Fuck yeah. Okay.
2: Here is the SmackDown Women's Champion, Naomi. Got it. Who will be defending her belt against Natalya at SummerSlam. Yeah. Big spectacular.
1: Wow. They fill,
2: they, they manipulate all of the black lights they can
1: in the arena. Love it. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> what the fuck? Feel the glow.
2: Yeah, that's, uh. this is Naomi. Um, I love Naomi.
3: I love wow. her entrance. I love,
2: I love her as a wrestler. Uh, I like that her song, uh, the hook in her song is just, I'm amazing. I like Natty's color scheme. I like her pedigree as a member of
1: the... She loves to slide. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, right. She's just coming down to sit with the announcers. Okay. So... You have seen N- uh, Naomi. Naomi, Day glow. feel the glow. Feel the glow. Naomi, hundred <laughs> percent. She will retain her title. Hundred percent. You are absolutely. You are absolutely. There is not even. There is not even any point in debating that. No. Is- did, did you see that fucking entrance? Well, yeah. You are basically just on the entrance, and I am telling you also. They're not. She's not. I can't believe they gave Natalia a title shot at SummerSlam because that sounds kind of obnoxious. She's.
1: She's been around a long time, and Naomi she- is going to take it. Yes, uh, because uh, there was. So much, so much camera love for Naomi coming down just to fucking watch. Like, you know, it like the, the, the challenger. Well, she's the champion. It's yeah, like, but the challenger, but like the challenger is there and they basically gave her intro almost like a throwaway. Ultimately.
2: Yeah. You know, the thing I don't like about her, uh, about Natalia's intro is that they're, they really want us to know that she is from a legacy wrestling family. Right. But her color scheme, black and pink, is the color scheme of the Heart Foundation and of Brett the Hitman Heart. Her entrance music is Brett the Hitman Heart's entrance music. Her finishing move, the Sharpshooter, was Brett the Hitman Heart's finishing move. And oh, uh, she has no her, identity. Her catchphrase is "I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be," which was Brett Hart's phrase. And Brett Hart was her uncle, not her father. Oh dear. So I feel like. That's kind of kind of suck.
1: But also, does she does she have no identity of her own? Like, does she not created anything that's unique to her?
2: She's really good in the ring. Like, she's really well trained. She's really strong. Her moves are are technically very sound. Uh-huh. But I I feel like she doesn't really seem to have a lot of her own ideas. And I I just feel that there's no way well, that they're they're going to give her. That no, no, they're
1: not going to give it to her. Um, and I, I like besides that, besides like uh, Naomi's just fun. Naomi's so
2: much fun. She's so fun. She's such a she's such a good champ. Yeah, so people love her. Uh, and I was wrong There's another title match That uh, I'm not getting you Into the AJ Styles And Kevin Owens.
1: <laughs> but there is uh, the,
2: the Smackdown Tag team champions Oh The New Day Are going to be Defending In a rematch Against yeah. the previous champions The Usos Let's take a look At the uh, the New Day here I think you're gonna Like them
3: Okay This
2: entrance Comes every night
1: Oh, shit.
3: So,
2: they're basically like an insane day glow children's show. Uh They have boxes of cereal that have their logo on it. They wear crazy colors with cartoon characters on them. They pour cereal (laughs) on the audience. Guy's got a green trombone. They're super. Does he play
1: the trombone?
2: He plays like one note. Uh he's also uh, childhood friends with Megaran that's got wrestler's name is Megaran! Xavier Woods and when uh, Megaran appeared on wait
1: are they tag team triple team what are they I don't understand
2: well there's there's three of them and they like alternate but um, they alternate like who wrestles right huge fan favorites people why love why are they called them. New Day I don't know they became that before oh. I started watching but anyway yeah their show is I like I fucking love them their entrance is like, like Pee Wee's Playhouse. That guy is
1: fucking huge. Big E? What's his name? Big E. Uh, he fits his
2: name. He also frequently wears a uh, unicorn horn. Okay. So they my oppo- favorite. Their opponents are, it's a rematch because they were the previous champs. Sure. And they get a, a rematch shot. Oh, okay. And so they're,
1: they're the current champs.
2: The the New Day is the current champs. I believe they are also hold the title as the longest reigning tag team champions. Really? In, uh, WWE.
1: New Day. Yeah.
2: New okay. Day. And then these are the Usos, these are the twin sons of Rikishi. Huh. Pretty simple, pretty understated, but they, yeah. they stand in sharp contrast in the New Day. The they sharp, have a sharp monochromatic contrast. color scheme, no-nonsense walk to the ring. Yeah. The New Day, it's like a parade.
1: Wait, pause this, pause this, pause this. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was actually thoroughly unimpressed with their entrance. Who, uh, the Usos? Yeah. Um... It's just basically music, you know, loud thumping, sort of hip hop ish, sort of gangster core kind of music, and sort of generic red and black background, and they just kind of walk to the stage, and they're just kind of done. And um, but at the same time, I mean, if you hadn't told me that they are now the the current like longest reigning wearers of the title, I might have said New Day.
2: They're not the longest current. They've only held the title the, like their current title run. Yeah, they have only had it for like a month.
1: Oh, oh no, then yeah, it's previously
2: be- they held held it for a very long time. Oh, I see. Like a like they a couple got years it back. Ago or something. Yeah, they're I don't gonna, know how I don't know how long. Some wrestling fans get right write about they like,
1: not hey. <laughs> they're not gonna lose it. There's no way. There's no way they're not gonna lose it. They're not gonna lose it. Uh, they will lose it eventually, but not just after they got back.
2: I think it's kind of ironic that, like, they are the sons. Jay and Jimmy are the sons of Rikishi. And Rikishi was, <laughs> was clearly a huge influence on the New Day. Oh, absolutely. Like, like it just, there was dancing, and there was so much more fun. And the Usos are yeah. just like, just, just mad. I'm mad. I'm angry. But I like them. I like the Usos. I you like, like the Usos? Yeah, I liked them as champions. When I first started watching, they were still wearing face makeup, and they were still good guys. Oh. But they kind of, they have turned what heel. What do you mean by face makeup? They wore this, like, they, they didn't wear shirts, and then they had, like, colorful, you know, like, half-faced, like, almost Ultimate Warrior-style makeup. Oh, on. okay. And and they were... They, they, were, got, they got rebranded? Got, yeah, they got rebranded. And they got, like...
1: <laughs> they got turned into,
2: like, kind of gangsters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like them now. I like them a lot. Okay. Um, and uh, Jimmy Uso, uh, the big one, is married to Naomi, the women's champion.
1: Ooh.
2: So feel that glow. It's, so we're agreed that new day. Yeah, is going to retain absolutely. We're agreed that Naomi's going to retain absolutely. Um, we agree that gender's going gender's to retain absolutely. You think Alexa's going to keep the belt?
1: Yeah, she's going to she's going to retain her title. Okay. Yeah.
2: I and I think she's going to keep her, her belt, but Sasha Banks is going to win by like by
1: technicality. Yeah. Right. 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 You like Roman Reigns and the Fatal Four Way? Yeah, I like Roman Reigns and. I think the tag team of Seth Freak and Rollins and What's-His-Face are going to win. But Seth Freak and Rollins is actually going to get the pin or submission. Excellent. From the Mohawk guy. Excellent. Well, I, I look forward to seeing how these predictions play out. And yeah. I
2: also look forward to seeing if this whole thing, this ruse of mine worked. Um, are you a wrestling <laughs> fan now? Eh, I mean, I've, I've always been a cursory fan. Anyway, thank you so much for indulging me and listening to me talk about wrestling and making some predictions, and I cannot wait to uh, see how your predictions play out.
1: I think you're going to be wrong on all your predictions except the ones where we agree. I think that
2: this might be the most boring hour of this podcast we have ever done.
1: No, it is not.
2: No, there's one. we probably have one listener who's a wrestling fan who enjoyed this, and everybody else just doesn't give a shit.
1: No, that's not true. I think our
2: podcast is boring.
1: Stop. Our podcast is not boring. All right. In fact, tell you what, let's take a break and let's do something stupid. Oh, well, that sounds delightful.
2: (laughs) I like it when you say things that I enjoy. (laughs) Folks, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back in just a moment.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for one fall. Making his way to the stage from Queens, New York, weighing in at 155 pounds... Schaefer, the Dark Lord! Let me tell you people something right now! Shut up, until I put this mic down And lay waste to every act in the game Then you'll have permission to be chanting my name I came up in the locals, the next I was raw Tonight you'll catch a smack down your face to your jaw No manager or partner, just a monster A one-man gang, I'm decimating the roster I've locked up with the best I'm toppled them all Working day and night to rock with you off the wall No holds barred like an all-out pub brawl The following contest is scheduled for one fall Oh, and I'm gonna take it, your pay-per-view win streak, I'm gonna break it Your name in the Hall of Fame, I will erase it Born to play the heel, never gonna face it I'm climbing up the ladder, past you and higher Retire you and laugh as the last of the fire From your fans in the cheap seats is dying down You can't see me, my time is now I've locked up with the best of them, toppled them all Working day and night to rock with you off the wall No holds barred like an all-out pub brawl. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Ooh, and it's gonna be you taking that fall from the top rope. Boom! You're putting me over tonight, I'm putting you through. The broadcast table, brother, what you gonna do? Bend the legend killer on the circuit.
0: You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original
5: online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
4: For years, dishing out the injuries to finish careers Your face down now, nearly fatally harmed Hearing, here is your winner, win the raise in my arm I've locked up with the best of them, toppled them all Working day and night to rock with you off the wall No holds barred like an all-out pub brawl The following contest is scheduled for one fall And I'm gonna win it! I will have you tapping out or pinned within minutes Leave your legacy in tatters and diminished Space is the place and the sky's the limit, yeah Less a man than a beast made of rage When I'm tossing your body off of the top of the cage and you're ruined I walk away the champ undisputed With the belt around my waist as they're playing my music I am locked up with the best of them, toppled them all Working day and night to rock with you off the wall No holds barred like an all-out pub brawl The following contest is scheduled for one fall The following contest is scheduled for one fall The following
3: contest is scheduled for one fall.
2: Did you know that the Epic Podcast is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network? And did you know that the Nerdy Show Podcast Network is home to dozens of other programs that are also surely relevant to your nerdy interests? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Swing by nerdyshow.com and see what treasures await you. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. At Patreon.com Nerdyshow, you can fund the entire Nerdy Show network and unlock a plethora of amazing bonus content and early releases. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit Nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Ladies and gentlemen, this month on the program, well, I feel like we need to have a conversation.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do something stupid. Yeah,
2: I have been feeling <laughs> um, for just the past fifty three episodes. Oh, okay, so recently. Yes, that that maybe yeah maybe yeah this show, the Epic Podcast, okay on the Nerdy Show Podcast Network, okay that it might possibly right suck. What? I think our show is not. How dare you! Look, I'm not just being self-deprecating here. I just think I'm trying to be objective. That's like
1: that's like that's like calling our baby ugly. Well, if you have an ugly baby, there's no sh- shame in that. No, all babies are beautiful. Our baby's beautiful. That podcast is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> look, th- what
2: I'm <laughs> suggesting is yes, this. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a little market research. Oh, okay. This is I, interesting. I feel that we could put a message out and uh-huh. and have people send us emails okay. telling us what is... What could use some fixin'? Sure. What is going great? Right. What they like, like what about works, the
1: What works, what doesn't work, what How, prove me However,
2: sure. neither of us would get that message because we've been playing this game of chicken with who's going to check the email account <laughs> that's for the also, past two years. That's also true. We opened yes. up the email account tonight to like 400 unread messages. Now, almost every single one of them was, was a, a Twitter th- notification or... A
1: timeout ad or a SoundCloud notification for some reason. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. But buried among them, there are a handful of messages. Yes. But today, as I was having this thought on the morning train, probably because I was dreading the fact that we were going to have to record tonight. Sure. uh, I started thinking about, well, what if we spoke directly to the listeners? Oh. As opposed to just letting them pound out an email. Okay. Um, So,
1: oh, so, yeah. So basically you put out a call on Facebook. Yeah. That we're going to be recording and we would, and if somebody wants to be on air with us, they give us their phone number.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we got a
1: lot of responses. Yeah, to got that. N- we got a nice chunk of people who, who, who wanted to jump in. Okay, you say you want market research. Yeah. What's the over under that the people on this list have actually listened to our Epic Podcast? That's the thing. Yeah,
2: we didn't we didn't pull <laughs> specifically from our known listeners. We no. pulled from our Facebook friends,
1: right? Which is a hodgepodge of scum and villainy. And literally, all we
2: said online today was. Give us your phone number and we'll call you while we're recording the podcast. We didn't tell them what we were calling oh, to ask it's, about.
1: I mean, it's, it's a good thing we're actually very honorable people because this could have been the greatest fishing scam of all time.
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> we still have all of those numbers.
1: Um, so, I guess. So, what's the plan? Basically, we're going to call these people up. We're going to ask them if they listen to the show. And then if they have listened to the show, we're going to ask them uh, some questions about, you know, how we're doing. What can we do better? And, uh, give us, like, you know, rate us from a one to five kind of scale. Okay, that that sounds great. What if they haven't listened to our podcast? Uh, We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Okay. So, uh, this first person is, let's call him Mark B. And, uh, he wrote, because why the hell not? Excellent. Let's, uh... see what Mark B has to say about the EPC. (laughs) Uh never I've never called someone I didn't I've never known before never had a telemarketing job well that's true I did actually have a telemarketing then you that's literally all you did for that I job I hated I hated it well hello it's Mark
2: is it, oh Mark hello hello hi you are on the epic podcast with shape of the dark lord and Nelson Lugo hello Mark
0: hello Lugo hello shape for the dark lord
2: uh Mark where are where are you this evening
0: Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
2: Milwaukee. Nice. That's a wonderful place. I love it there.
0: It's very fun. You should stop by sometime.
2: Uh, I'm <laughs> going to be stopping by very soon, in fact. Oh, uh, what do you know? And next month. I'm not... I, I didn't call here to promote
3: my tour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Mark, uh, basically, we are calling people tonight because Schaefer and I are doing our own independent market research. So, All right. do you listen to the Epic Podcast?
0: Yes, I do. Oh, oh wonderful. what we've
1: called, Woo! and you listen to the show, oh, my God. Alright, okay. this, this is good. We, we have at least, I think for right now, you are the official second listener that we can say actually listens to the podcast?
0: All right, two of 12.
2: We, <laughs> we, have, we have voice confirmation yes. of, a, of an actual person and not yes. a Twitter bot who listens. Why do Twitter bots listen to podcasts? They do anyway. Anyway, so, sorry, go on.
1: Mark, uh, so we're going to ask you some questions about the Epic Podcast. Do you mind? Sure. Excellent. So um, have you been a long-time listener or did you uh, j- jump in at some point?
0: Uh, recently. I started about two months ago. And okay, I've been so, working through the uh back catalog.
1: Okay. Oh. oh, you are? Okay. Uh so I guess um on a, on a scale from like one to five, five being excellent, one uh, uh meaning we you know we have work to do. Uh how would you rate the Epic Podcast? And please be be absolutely candid and honest as possible. Yeah. The
0: most recent episodes, I'd say they're about a four.
1: Oh, yeah. that's actually pretty, that's good. That That's, not, that's where I would put it. The
0: scale's been going up. The earlier episodes I wasn't quite sure about, but I'm still getting through them anyway.
1: <laughs> the scale,
2: wait, the scale goes up meaning that the earlier episodes were better, the earlier episodes were more tedious?
0: They were a little more tedious.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So which, what's an example of a tedious episode for you? <laughs>
0: um, there was one I just listened to. It was... Uh, Kind of a a sci-fi based episode. I
1: think it was like twenty two. Was it the was it the War of the Worlds podcast? Yeah. Ah. ah was, okay, yes. That was one of our oh weirder God. ones. Yes. <laughs> that was in full disclosure, that was Schaefer's idea. So if you wanna <laughs> point fingers, be my guest. The whole world is a bust
2: to Nelson Lugo. Just a bus <laughs> waiting to push me under. Thank you so much. I appreciate your support, my best friend.
0: Uh, hey, so, you got a Throw them under the bus every once in a while. Why not?
1: Absolutely. What are friends for? Uh, so, Mark, uh, a follow-up question. Uh, and since you've only listened to, I guess, a handful so far, um, what, what's been what's been your favorite moment so far that you've listened to?
0: Um, I actually just listened to uh, the Coolsy interview, and that was really fun, actually.
2: Oh. That was that one was fun because he was. I remember he was particularly unhinged that night. He and, was, and was on
1: so many substances. He wasn't, and so many
2: drugs. He was not. Night. He had driven like he had driven like eight or ten hours or something. I think. Yeah. To get here because he. Had oh, I see. Big so gaps was, in tour. He was road crazy. <laughs> he
1: was road crazy. Uh,
2: but yeah, that was uh, that was a fun one. I'm I'm still I'm sorry, Mark. I'm just like a, a little reeling here by the fact that we weren't anticipating that anybody had actually listened to this. So <laughs> oh. uh, you off guard. If you did. could, uh, on a scale of one to three, how much less Lugo could this show use? One being no more Lugo and three being a little <laughs> less Lugo. No, don't answer that. Don't don't
1: Oh a two right in the dead center. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think there's a there's a the right amount of Lugo in these episodes, I think.
2: Uh, there's there's a pretty solid amount. Yeah of Lugo. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah. Um so what is something that you like if you if if you could have a wish list of things that you would like to hear from the Epic Podcast, what's something that you would like us to cover or talk about or do?
0: Well, you know, you guys brought up doing a a, a Lugo Center Doctor Who episode. I think it's a wonderful idea. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you know, I I know that he kind of joked about it, but that is something that's on the table for us. We're putting it on the schedule now. Because we got another email about that. People but,
2: people want to hear you talk about Doctor Who uh-huh. with people who know Doctor Who. All right, yeah. I'm not. I'm going to leave. <laughs> not because <laughs> I don't like Doctor Who, but just because
1: I'm going to be right. dead weight. No, of course. I okay. hear you. I hear you. I think that, that would be great. I All think right. I think you should- Is there anything that you'd like uh, uh, us to know? I'd just
0: like to say you guys are highly entertaining. I'm enjoying the podcast. Like I said, I'm burning through. I think I've listened to the last three or four new episodes and working my way up. I'm in the late 20s now and I'm going to keep going. Keep it up.
2: Wow. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Mark. It was very generous feedback and we really appreciate you participating in this survey with us here at the Epic Podcast.
0: Not a problem. You gentlemen have a wonderful evening. Enjoy the rest of the podcast and we'll listen for it soon.
2: Awesome. Thanks, awesome. Mark. Good night. All right. Take care. Well, Look, what the hell? Look at that. What a charming gentleman. Yeah. He and went out of
1: the gate, someone who's an going actual ba- fan.
2: He's going back and he's watching the bad seasons. Well, you can't watch a podcast, but he's listening. Well, no, I, I was trying to make like a television.
1: <laughs> oh, before. I see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just, I'm way too biased. I'm way too close to the, but like, I don't think we've done... A bad... Well, that's not true. We've done one bad episode that I would consider bad that no, I'm we've, not. We've done a lot. that. I'm not going to talk about because it has guests that would hurt their feelings. I don't want to do that.
2: Oh um, wow! Yes, I guess we'll talk after the show. <laughs>
1: You know what? Tell you what. Since you're listening to this, if you've got a favorite moment of the show or a moment you just did not like from the show, then shoot us an email here at epicpycast at gmail.com. That's
2: epicpycast at gmail.com.
1: And I promise you, this time, we're actually going to read the emails and we're going to do a mailbag episode. You know what? Just when you respond, if
2: you send us that email, just include your phone number, too. We may call you some other time. We may... <laughs> Wait, we may call you to talk about your feedback. We won't be recording... Well, no, we might record it. It's no, we'll just be like, we're so lonely.
1: Oh, it's so true.
2: Uh, <laughs> will you put on a, a sad movie and we'll watch the same one at the same time and then talk to me until I fall asleep?
1: Yes. <sighs> yes, yes, they will. This next caller is uh, Rachel D. Uh, call me if you wanna. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. <laughs> uh,
2: well, you're about to. All right, sorry. Don't screw this up. Don't. Don't
1: embarrass
2: me. Hello? Hello. Is this Rachel? It is. Hi. Hi, Rachel. This is Schaefer the Dark Lord from the
1: Epic Piecast.
6: Oh, hi, Schaefer. How are you? And
1: Nelson Lugo is here. Oh, no. Hi, Nelson. Rachel! Yay! (laughs) What up?
2: So, why don't you take this one, Schaefer? This evening, we are conducting a little bit of market research into ways uh, that we can make improvements around here. So we're reaching out to people and hoping that you answer the following question in the affirmative. Uh, do you currently or have you ever listened to the Epic Piecast?
6: A very long time ago. Oh! oh. I know, I know, I'm the worst. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's always <laughs> not my
2: to You don't need to apologize. It's okay. Listen, oh, I, okay. I only listen to it because I am contractually obliged to. Ah. Uh.
1: So okay, so you're a former listener. You are not a current listener. Yes. Okay. Was there a particular reason why you stopped listening? Oh.
6: No. It had nothing to do with you. It was that I had too many murder podcasts to listen to. (laughs) Well And I just got really caught up in those and you're still on my subscribed. I just (laughs) just, like I still
1: you just just hit the mark as mark as played. Uh
2: You know, I, I said to Lugo before we started tonight that uh, I suspected that we might get lost among the shuffle, like of, of everybody's, for lack of a better term, podcast poll lists. Yeah. So I, and I for one, wouldn't listen to this.
3: <laughs> no.
2: Well, there's not an ongoing narrative. You you listen to murder podcasts, which are very have are, are, those are huge right now. By the and, way,
1: I fucking yeah. love murder podcasts, Rachel. Seriously, I'm with you on there. Yeah.
2: And they're they're fantastic so do you think then would that would that provide a better hook for you as a listener if our show featured an ongoing episodic mystery
6: oh that would be kind of fun what oh, if really? oh,
1: Schaefer murdered me wait hold on I, <laughs> and then we talked about it
6: wait hold on would this be like a murder mystery scavenger hunt through New York podcast uh, well maybe maybe hold on give go a, on give a, Rachel
2: give me a, give me a pen
6: like, hold on. Let me get this down.
2: <laughs> this, this is gold.
6: Yeah. Uh, so, so wait, I, when
2: you say you listen to murder podcasts, I, I assume this is the current trend of of murder mysteries that are episodic and, you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you kind of follow along. Or do you just listen? Are they just podcasts where people
1: describe murdering?
6: It, it's kind of the latter. What?
1: Yeah, there's a trend of like... Yeah, exactly, Rachel. There's a whole genre of podcasts where they basically talk about um, historical serial killers and, uh, and you know, big murder events. in uh,
6: Just of, really fucked up murders and like kidnappings and <laughs> yes weird. And I'm like, go on, tell me more.
1: <laughs> Rachel, uh-huh. I'm the exact same way, girl. We're right wait, there, wait, wait. you and me.
6: I have not...
2: That sounds like it's right up my alley and I do not... Listen to any murder podcast, and and Lugo's sitting here agreeing with with this listener uh-huh. that oh my god, I can you,
6: send you some really good recommendations for podcasts.
1: Well, Rachel, what what are your what are your top three favorite murder podcasts right now?
6: Sword and Scale, number one. Sword and Scale. Sword and Scale.
1: Oh, I see, like, like the um, justice. Like justice. Yeah. Okay.
6: Yeah, like Justice, and like those ones are really like if you're if you're not into like unsettling stuff, like don't listen to it.
1: Oh, Ooh, it goes into gory details
6: it goes into nitty gritty gory like weird like my favorite one of those episodes which is like the worst one <laughs> is um just <laughs> this, this like super christian uh children's puppet show person which should be red flag number one is uh, <laughs> absolutely he like has all these instant messenger conversations about how he like eats children like little children and All the episode is is this robotic voice reading his instant messenger conversation.
1: That's unsettling.
6: Yeah, it's really unsettling, but I'm like, I can't stop listening. Oh
1: my God. Okay. Now, if we
2: injected more uh, graphic descriptions of terrible murdering events, would that that have the possibility to lure you back to the Epic Pie? I
6: mean, honestly, I love both of your personalities. It's not that you... Didn't push me away. It's just
2: no, no, no. I understand that it gets lost in the shuffle, especially when there isn't a a, a constant like a hook, uh, hook or, that has or like its a own cliffhanger finger. or
1: like yeah. Basically, it's just two old dudes talking about dumb stuff. We, we just, just dick around, yeah, like, yeah. Th-
2: this this whole bit, for example, <laughs> <laughs> would that be the thing? Like, I like these guys, and I've so I hear they're, they're at Gore Fest now.
1: Well, how about this? What if what if we did an episode? Where Schaefer and I talk about some of our uh, favorite sort of like historical murders and gory stuff. Would that would that be an episode you'd be interested in?
6: That would be really interesting. And also, what I really enjoy is like like occult things and like the history of folklore, which kind of ties into that. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you guys talked about, I know, I mean, like, uh, one one thing that like. Really interested me was this podcast was talking about mediums, and then they sort of diverted into a story about the feud between Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Harry Houdini.
1: Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. And I was the, like, the, the, that the, fucking fantastic the relationship they had, yeah,
6: yeah, and why it turned sour.
1: Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, these
2: uh, these are excellent notes that I'm going to scribble onto parchment and send <laughs> up to send up to development with Nelson Lugo. <laughs>
6: Like this. like this
2: because we are shamelessly just going door to door and saying make us better <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
6: You guys are the best use you can be. Oh, and
2: then, but then you you say something nice like that, and then like that's really sweet. But then it feels like, oh, was I? Were we fishing for that
1: a little bit? We were <laughs> no, we, little, we weren't we were fishing for it. a little bit. Maybe, maybe, a a little maybe a bit. I don't know. It, it kind of you. eventually. I mean, you, you say that and thank you. It's a very kind thing. But it almost kind of feels like you're patting us on the back and going, Aw, you "Oh, you boys, you boys will be loved, <laughs> not not by me per se." But you'll be loved one day. Whoa.
6: Oh. Well, when you <laughs> put it like that, it makes me feel like garbage. <gasps> no! We're no, giving you compliments so
1: on No, I'm sorry. Rachel, you're amazing. Next and I'm I, I just you trash. Like. We're just,
2: our collective old knees are buckling under the weight of all of our baggage. <laughs> 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 so we, we we come with a lot of uh, difficulty being loved prior to this
1: conversation. True, true. We've heard the table life. damaged already. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much.
6: No problem. I can't wait to catch up on the podcast now that I am reminded to listen to it.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. We just shamed a One more catching up. One more. We <laughs> no, 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 no. You more. didn't
6: shame me. You didn't shame me. You reminded me.
1: <laughs> All right, Rachel. Look, you have a great night, okay? Thank you so much for, for uh, talking with us.
6: You too. Have a good night. Good
1: night. Bye. Bye. Oh, she's great. She was great, and she's that's lovely. that was that. All right. and that. And you know what? That was honest feedback. Yeah, you know, and like she didn't leave because she didn't like the show. Just other things became more important to her. Yeah, I mean, it happens with comic books. We do the same thing. You know, like, we we, we love a comic book religiously, and then for whatever reason, another story just comes along that we just think is better, and we just stop reading the one that that we thought we were hot on. That's all.
3: Sure. Yeah.
2: There are certain wrestlers whose careers I stop following, and then they get wrapped up in some hot new storyline, and I'm like, okay, I will board this ship again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so I guess what we've learned then uh, is that we need more... um,
1: we need to call every single person who's ever listened to this show and get them on board.
2: No, I was going to say we need more graphic descriptions of disembowelment is what we need. Or
1: that. That, that, that works. Is. That works. You know, actually, that I mean, I know I was joking around, but I think I, I think doing like a really like horror inspired, you know, episode where we talk about like our favorite horror movies or like historical horror shit, I think that'd be a great idea.
2: I think if we did like a little research and we talked about some historical events, that would be more interesting. But I think yeah. that's just talking about
1: we can get a guest who's really, really knowledgeable it about it. It still sounds to me yeah.
2: that it still fits into the hub of my concern in that this show is boring. This
1: show and is not boring! There are six
2: <laughs> billion podcasts out there yes. with a couple of old assholes yeah. talking about old horror movies that they like.
4: Well, no, well I mean, if you ask me, the best Freddie the 13th is the final chapter
2: because when they have Corey Feldman trick... Jason psychologically at the end of the film—that's a real
1: turning point for the franchise. Oh my god! Please stop! Please stop! That's too eerily an accurate uh, depiction of that person. Um, but all right, look—that was
2: just me with a funny voice.
1: We're gonna we're gonna put a pin on that, and we're gonna come back to it. Uh, but let's call another person. Who are we call him? This one comes with no, no name. name. What if this is somebody that we know? Uh, that we
2: never email because we don't recognize their email address.
1: Or we don't talk to you anymore because we don't like them
2: Shit, what if this is one of our enemies Is trying to Trojan horse us
1: This will be great We'll see what happens Hello Hi there, this is Nelson Lugo from the Epic Podcast Hey, yeah Who who am I speaking with? You were speaking to Chris Morrison Chris Morrison Hello Chris Morrison, how are you sir?
0: Doing well, how about you guys?
1: I'm well. I've got uh, Schaefer the Dark Lord next to me. Good evening.
2: Hey, Schaefer. How we going, man? Uh, it's great. We had to, uh, w- you know, we're entering this call a little uh, with some trepidation because it was no information. We didn't have a name. Uh, we just had an email address. Um, where are you currently?
0: I am in uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Oh! Chapel Hill, nice. I came up to see you in... New York City for the Twin Peaks burlesque. Oh! Uh, last year in October.
2: Well, thank you. <laughs> are you, how are you. How are you doing tonight?
0: I am doing great. I'm watching SmackDown. It's the go home show to SummerSlam, as you know. Oh, and, uh, yeah. It's doing, going pretty well.
2: Thank you so much. If you could do me a favor, please. Uh, do not spoil anything because I yeah, I will
0: not, I promise.
2: I am I am playing radio show with a middle-aged magician right now and as a result I'm missing Smackdown Live and this hurts me deeply to my core.
1: Chris, I have a question for you. Um so who is wrestling tonight? Is it uh, What are you doing? Is it George the Animal Steele?
2: No, he's he's don't don't even feed, don't feed this troll, please. Is
1: is uh is Randy Macho Man Savage
2: okay? Okay,
1: going up against the Iron Sheik. Is that a matchup? Tonight? Oh my God! You named him from the grave.
2: You named one <laughs> not dead wrestler. That was amazing.
1: Um, is someone gonna play the chin music? Can we? Can we do the thing? <laughs> okay, let's do okay. the thing. Let's do the thing.
2: All right, Chris, we are calling you this evening because we are reaching out to some of the people who responded to our call for phone numbers today, and we would just like to ask you a series of questions as a consumer survey. Of
1: course. Okay. Go ahead. So I guess the first question is, do you listen to the podcast?
0: No. No. Oh. The worst fan. I know. Well,
1: no. Believe me, you have done absolutely nothing wrong. I just find it hilarious <laughs> that we're doing market research on a podcast you've never listened to before.
2: Well, and I also think that it's funny that I predicted that most of these calls would be people that, that don't listen <laughs> to this monthly show that we've done for 5 years. 5 years, Chris.
1: So I guess so then Chris, I guess I guess my follow up question is, do you listen to podcasts at all?
0: No, not particularly oh, but you just... I have a very good friend of mine who is trying to get me into them.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. What try, what what type of stuff is this pusher trying to push on you?
0: <laughs> so specifically we've been talking a lot about setting up our own wrestling podcast, possibly at one point. So he's trying oh. to get me into various podcasts that he listens to, like Tights and Fights uh-huh. is uh a great
1: one and um, some horror podcasts like last. I think it's the last podcast
0: on the left oh
1: so that's I one. Yeah. Welcome to Night vale. okay um <laughs> I, I have no more questions no I do I, okay so <laughs> let's
2: say because we're we're trying to figure out ways that we can improve our show now you being a clean slate and not having any history or baggage or no, yeah, not having like over a hundred hours worth of material to reference, Chris. Uh, <laughs> if somebody put you on the spot, which is exactly what's happening, and they said, "Listen, we've there's this podcast that's out there, and there's a middle aged magician who hangs out with his friend, who is a middle aged white rapper, and." They're both divorced and live in apartments filled with toys, and they mostly talk about Batman. Uh, let's say these two a holes set up some microphones, and once a month they recorded a ninety minute to two hour episode. Chris, what would be the, the hook in there that would get you to listen? Would it be if they had like a live fist fight on air every
3: month?
0: <laughs> I would tell you to stop drilling; you've hit oil because I, uh, I, that uh, that already sold me right there.
1: Damn. Wow, you 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 uh you <laughs> Maybe we just need to call people
2: and pitch it to them. This is what the show is like. There you go. Ah. Uh, well, <laughs> so we became friends in 2006 and we both got divorced in 2009. Fight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's good to bond over the important things. the your know, uh,
2: life events. Well, we we also did earlier tonight. We we spoke briefly about wrestling. So I, yeah. I let me just throw a couple of wrestling questions in here because our our market research is it taking a toll on my self esteem. <laughs> uh, you, you a long time wrestling fan? I am. Okay, uh, I want to show something to Lugo because Lugo is. He understands wrestling from back in the day.
1: I, I understand anything like before The Ultimate Warrior.
2: If King Kong Bundy was on the roster, he oh, probably fucking, would understand. I fucking
1: love King Kong Bundy. Okay.
2: <laughs> but he doesn't know, it's, it's, I'm trying to catch him up to speed and it's hard because he's never not trolling me, but I just want to show him something fascinating without any setup between the two of us. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to say something to you and you say the thing that comes next. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Watch this, Lugo. Okay. Let's go Cena. Cena sucks.
1: Yeah! <laughs> okay, I have a I have a question. What is a Cena? Okay. We you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and why why does and what does he suck exactly?
0: Uh, many things if the crowd is to be believed.
2: He's a very uh, polarizing figure in professional sports yes. entertainment. Okay. Uh, and then one one final question, Chris. Who do you take at SummerSlam on Sunday? Shinsuke Nakamura or defending champ Jinder Mahal?
0: Shinsuke all the way. Oh yes but
1: Holy
4: shit.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Chris, uh, Schaefer is having an aneurysm. I'm not exactly sure what's happening. But the veins in his forehead are popping out, and his eyes, eyes are bulging. So what you have taught us tonight
2: in our market research, Chris, is that, one, uh, I need to talk about wrestling more. And, two, we need to learn how to sell it to people to
1: get Okay. Uh, so, Chris, uh, I guess my, my only real follow-up question to you is... Uh, now that we've essentially shamed you as being a non-listener of the show will you listen to the podcast now? Absolutely. Are you lying to me Chris? Because I will fucking fuck your world up.
0: (laughs) Lugo I will tell you that I know Schaefer's history because I've been a long time listener of his but the only like real frame of reference I have of you as a person is your uh, lines from Intervention off his latest CD.
1: (laughs) That's it? That's it. Chris, You your awareness of me as a two-dimensional being wounds my soul. <laughs> but it's been a fantastic time talking to you, though. Yeah, we're going to call you back sometime. It's going to be the
2: middle of the night, and Lugo's going to be like, I want you to describe to me all 600 magic videos on my YouTube channel. Chris. <laughs>
1: I'll
3: be more than glad to.
2: Okay, well, you've got some time, cause that, but that call's coming any day.
1: All right, Chris, thank you so much for letting us talk to you, man.
0: Yeah, no problem. You
2: guys have a great rest of your night. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Aw. I liked that sweet little bye at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to make that my new ringtone for you. <laughs> you. <laughs> bye. That is an interesting situation where we have someone who's a fan of your work and has been a fan of your work for many, many years mm-hmm. and has gone to see an actual show that you've been in, both, uh-huh. both musically and as a host of a Burlesque. So obviously someone who consumes your Product yeah. for the lack of a better term, but here's a product that's absolutely free that has Schaefer content in it, <laughs> and he doesn't buy into it.
2: I mean, maybe again <laughs> he brings up an interesting point. What's if that? We had if we were pitching the show to people like the way we pitched it to him. Yeah, a couple of middle aged losers who play with Batman dolls. Sure. He was like, "Oh, and, well, I'm sold." And get in, and get into random fistfights. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he, I don't think he was quite as interested in the fistfight as wasn't he wasn't just the way we pitched the show. He? And he also brings up the interesting point that maybe I do not market this show strongly enough to my audience That's, because yeah, absolutely yeah he's telling you he's a fan he's, he's referencing songs from the record but he hasn't listened to the show that we've been doing for
1: five years yes yeah, longer than and you life. have a tremendous fan base who would probably be interested in what I, you would say say they're week. tremendous people yeah they're not tremendous
2: in numbers
1: are we gonna call somebody else or? yeah let's okay. call somebody else we got a little bit of time here okay alright so this next caller is a Sean S uh, no subject line, no no message, just the phone number.
2: Okay, well, we're going to call that phone number. All
1: right.
2: Oh, you're going to rue the day when you get this voicemail.
1: <laughs> Do we know this? Do we know, Sean?
6: At the tone, please record your voice message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options.
2: Sean, we need to talk about the signals. You sent a number of signals to my grandmother's house, and this aggression will not stand.
1: What the fuck was that? That's the voicemail that Sean's going to get for not <laughs> answering his phone when we called. Oh my God. What the hell? I don't know. Who else we got on there? <laughs> uh I don't know. Like There are a
2: couple people on here that I know, and I don't want to call them because I don't want them to tell me they don't listen to it.
1: Oh, because it would break your heart if like, you literally like know them and they don't listen? No. Oh. So this next caller is an Ian? Ian?
2: Ian. Ian B. Oh, what the fuck? There's never been anybody in history named Ian. You, you have no
1: idea. There's a brand uh, of pet food let's called see. Iams. I've always wanted to be on your podcast. Lugo even invited me on a while back, but I've been unable to get to New York to do so. Is that right? I don't remember actually inviting anyone to the podcast, but I'll take his word for it. So I'd love the opportunity to briefly chat via phone on your upcoming EP. So here's my number. Thanks. I hope I hear from you. Oh wait, I think I know. I think I was I was doing a show in DC, and he said I'd love to be on the show sometime. I could call in. I'm like, no, Schaefer doesn't do callings. We only do in studio interviews.
2: Yeah, you know. All right. Full disclosure, I know who this guy is. This is this is yeah. Fump comedy musician, Insane Ian. Yeah. Uh, you know him. Yeah, you, we did a bunch he's a of blues blueses together. Very, very, very lovely. I've, I've done numbers. I did a show with him in Baltimore a couple months ago. Sure. Uh, but he has sent email over the years when we've done calls for listener mail. Yeah. And he's obviously expressed interest to you sure. to be on the show. He's expressed interest to me. I, yeah. I think he sent us an email in one of our probably. early episodes. Yeah. I, I really didn't want to call people that I actually know in the real world tonight. I wanted to be strangers. But we know he listens to the show. Yeah. So we're
1: definitely going to get. So he's probably going to have
2: some notes for us. Yeah.
1: So I'm saying. let's So do let's it. Uh, check in with insane Ian. Alright, let's see. Okay. Come on. Pick up. Pick up, pick up, pick up. Who's answering this one? Uh Ian? Hello. Uh hello. Uh yeah. is this Ian? Yes, it is. This is Nelson Lugo from the Epic Podcast.
0: Hi, Lugo.
2: Hi, Ian. Schaefer too. I'm also here with this asshole. <laughs> One would hope and expect. Yes. We almost didn't call you. We were trying to only call people that we didn't know who responded to our our, our request for numbers today. And we wanted to keep it with strangers, but we know one another in the outside world. Yes, that right? is true. And you can voice confirm that you are, in fact, funk based comedy musician, Insane Ian.
0: That is correct. I am funk based comedy musician, Insane
2: Do you say that? Do you say fump-based? I know people normally say that with cities. I just pretend that you live in a city called the fump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I live in a state of being called the fump. Whoa. So, yeah, Fair Wh-
2: enough. Where are you tonight? Where I you am about
0: currently about? at the place where I'm staying in uh, Des Plaines, Illinois, just outside of Chicago.
1: Oh. That, that's not where you're from, right?
0: No, no. I'm actually from Baltimore, Maryland. Oh. I just moved out to Chicago about a year ago.
2: Okay. What nightmarish pronunciation of that town was that again?
0: Desplains. Oh, that's but, how they pronounce it here. So. Oh my
2: goodness! I was before we started recording tonight. I was telling Lugo that there are so many people who live in Des Moines, Iowa, that still call it Des Moines, despite the fact that the S is silent, and they live there. And <laughs> just, yes. they, these things take on a life of their own after a while, especially when it comes to. They, they
0: do. Uh, you know, it, I I've, I keep hearing people call it Illinois.
2: Oh yeah, they, they'll they'll never let go of that shit.
1: So, uh, yes. Ian, the, the reason why we're reaching out to people tonight is that we're doing some market research um, on the of Epic course. Piecast. Um, and so I guess our very first question is to you, sir, uh, are you a listener of the Epic Piecast? Yes, I am. Yeah, that's oh. one more! Whew, all right, we have that's one more on the list. Now, does that or, mean you're
2: currently a listener or that you once were and you got sick of this shit? <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> oh! Oh, listen to that. I, I am currently a listener. Okay, okay. But I had stopped a couple episodes ago because I had uh, not been getting them in my feed. Something happened to my my podcast feed, so okay. I had to restart it.
2: You want to take that up and get the cap blackard of nerdyshow.com. <laughs> I
1: don't think I don't think that's cap blackard's issue. It's all caps issue. <laughs> uh. All right. So good. So I guess what we're doing is uh, Schaefer. Um, feels uh, because he's a cranky old man and he hates everything. He thinks that our show is boring and bad and only getting progressively more boring.
0: So uh, Schaefer T, Dark Lord, Internet Curmudgeon, yes,
1: yes. So, uh, so, so, basically, what we're doing is we're 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 talking to people, hopefully people who have listened to the podcast, and basically getting like a a, a report card on how we're doing, right? So, um. Uh, let's start with something really simple. I guess from a scale from one to five, five being excellent and one being needs uh, a lot of work. Where would you rate your experience of the epic podcast? Um, about a four, actually. Oh, um, right. uh, yeah, a yeah. Yeah, solid four. See, that's what I would do. I would also give it a four.
2: That is in the upper 40 percentile. <laughs>
3: All right. Okay, sure. so
1: Matt. let's let's start let's start with the stuff that we need work on. So, I guess in your in your opinion, as a, <laughs> as a listener of our podcast, um, what would you say is like the one moment or the one episode that just didn't work for you?
2: Oh, and you be painfully on. You can be like, All right. listen, guys, this shtick straight up was not funny.
0: Um. Hmm. That's a tough call because <laughs> there are so I many.
3: Enjoy it so many. much.
0: I, I I haven't found any episode where I didn't enjoy it. Um, episodes that ended up being shorter than the than the rest of them, or or didn't have nearly as much content as I expected from previous episodes. That might be it. But really? clearly, it's gotten to the. It was it was an episode where like we don't feel like talking, so it's a short one or oh, something yeah. like
3: that.
2: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my favorites.
0: <laughs> I had a feeling. I
2: had
3: an inkling.
1: Um, is there is there a moment or an episode that you feel could have been? Um, I mean, be harsh, because you know, because you know, we don't. We're only we're only calling a handful of people, and I don't think we've called anybody who's listened to every single episode yet. So, like, in your opinion, you know, what was like? What was a moment that just didn't work for you? Um.
0: I don't. I don't think I have one. Oh,
2: goodness! Somebody's looking for a
0: job. <laughs> I haven't listened to every single episode, okay. but I, I, I haven't had a, a moment in the show where I've been like, eh, that didn't work. Um, there have been moments in the show where it has worked so well. Um, for example, the first time you read a uh, viewer letter, and Schaefer had to eat an apple <laughs> to restrain himself. <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: wow. Uh, that was, gosh, that's going way back to like the first year. Wowzers. That
0: was it a- was the first year. Uh, the guy who wrote that letter, he was an ass.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we never got in touch with that guy again.
0: Right? Uh, Man, what a dick. <laughs>
1: uh, well, okay, then. Well, what's what's some of your favorite moments of the, of the podcast? What are things that we have done that you feel work
2: that, be, uh, I guess one of our big concerns is our show doesn't really have a hook to it it has like who we are as demographics just these two old guys who participate in weird stage rat antics in a shit city but, <laughs> but it's not like we have a theme so back. Tell me how you feel. it's not like we have a theme where we like you know deconstruct Pokemon episodes or or we <laughs> are like an episodic murder mystery we just throw shit at the wall
1: yeah and hope it sticks
2: and then we just and then the next week we throw and- different shit at the wall
0: that's the thing I like about the show Is because you guys uh, Are into the same things that I'm into uh, and, and Your perspective on these things As a perspective that I share And I think because Schaefer is Persistently so curmudgeonly And Lugo for the most part Is the polar opposite Of that often
1: I have never uh, heard so, anyone so, utter so. those words About me in my entire life ever
0: Though there are moments where those tables are flipped. Uh uh, And I enjoy every one of those moments i have gotten into comic series because of your recommendations on the show okay. bought the entire bought all the 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 trade paperbacks of chew and loved oh, that yeah. entire run yeah gotten to gotten to sex criminals because of your recommendation yeah. on the show so you know rat queens you know is next on the list saga is is you know i've been burning through that so you know, the, all the, the, the comics recommendations that you guys do, I will say certain perspectives on comic book movies, superhero movies, I don't exactly agree with mm-hmm. certain takes that you've had, sure. but I always enjoy your perspective and your your ratings of such. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay.
2: I, I like that some of our comic book recommendations have given you uh, things to add to your reading list, uh, because I feel that there hasn't been quite as much of a focus on reviewing pop culture stuff, because... That was when I started having this crisis that the show is boring because there are so many podcasts that are just a couple of old assholes talking about the shit that they read and watch and play. And so we I thought that that stuff was all for naught. And now you're telling me that you've read stuff because of the show. So maybe we need to.
1: Yeah, maybe, Schaefer, what Ian is saying. And please, Ian, don't don't let me put words in your mouth. Chime in if, if I'm oh, wrong. Not. Uh, what he's saying is, is that you're an asshole oh. and you should just shut the fuck up. I
0: should. Uh, that that actually, I do believe qualifies as putting words in my mouth.
2: <laughs> this is an interesting hot take. Uh, I wasn't expecting to stumble upon something quite <laughs> co- so caustic. <laughs> uh, again, since we do a bunch of silly stuff, we've done some scripted stuff, and we've done the episode where Lugo got high, and we've done uh, <laughs> we've done uh, the episodes where Lugo isn't there, which are fun, and we've done the short episodes. What, what is something that you've heard us do that? You enjoyed that? You think that we could bring back, and it wouldn't be just shamelessly trying to pander to one audience member that we called on an episode?
0: Um, I don't know, man. Because like, I love all of those episodes that you mentioned, like the Lugo Gatai episode, My or the the one like I think it was like a Halloween episode where you. You read, oh, God, I can't even brain not work with words good. Um, War of the Worlds? uh, Yeah, that one. I really dug the crap out of that episode. Yeah, You know, and and things like that that, like, shake up, like, the different things that you do. Because, you know, for a while, sure, old guys nerding out about comics, and then suddenly, here's a radio play randomly. (laughs) (laughs) I dig all of those. Oh, right. I, I I enjoy all of that. I like that because I know that both of you are performers, and you you showcase that so well on your show. Not just nerding out about shit, but also, hey, you know what? Let's do this for a goof and see what happens. And you know, I'm still listening because I thought it was fucking cool.
1: Wow. You you actually brought up something that I, that I want to expand upon it for for just a second. You because we're both performers. I mean, Schaefer and I don't really talk about. The business of performing very often because we feel it's very I don't know jargon or industry specific and it might get boring for people who are not into that sort of thing or into the or in who are, are performers is that something you would sure. like it was is that something you you would like to hear more of like the business of show
0: sometimes I mean uh, considering it's also a, a business that I myself am in I hear enough about it as it is sometimes i i like the experience of listening to guys talk about things that isn't work right but at the same time uh because i am a fan of both of yours that aspect of it is still interesting to me oh by the way working on a new song or by the way working on a new album or by the way writing this one-man show that you know all this kind of stuff is Interesting to me still, because uh, I'm a fan. So.
2: Okay. Huh. So yeah. maintaining the the performer uh, diary sort of uh, aspect sure. of it Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Put
1: that put that on the it's write, on the, I'm write writing, that on the on the on the clipboard. It's on the list. It's on the list. It's on. You're the not board. writing anything. It's on the whiteboard. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Ian, thank you so much. I, is there is there anything that that um, you'd like us to know, or like our listeners to know, since we have you on the air.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh sure. Uh, I like if you don't know what FUMP based means. The FUMP is the Funny Music Project. F U M P. Go to the dot com. You get two free comedy songs a week under a Creative Commons license. We've been doing it for ten years now, and uh, every single. Uh, number one song on the Dr. Demento show on the same radio show where Weird Out got his start is a song from the funk.
1: Wonderful. Thanks. Wonderful. Thank you, Ian. Thank you so much for Thank your time
2: you. and your feedback, Ian. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good night, man. We found somebody who's listened to this and, and he had nothing but really pleasant things to say. That no, was really nice. He wants a job here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, there, you, there, you know, he could have my job. He could be the new Nelson... Oh, th- well then if you get to hire a new one of you, I'm hiring a stunt double too. No, you can't. Yeah, Lucas no. Siegel
2: is going to do this job.
1: Right now. <laughs> Lucas Siegel. I we should just could...
2: call Lucas Siegel.
1: We should just randomly call. He won't pick up. You don't think so? No.
2: We're going to call Lucas Siegel. You're going to call Lucas Siegel? Yeah. Okay. L- Longtime friend of the program, Lucas Siegel. And we're going to get some answers. From him. I'm, only, I'm only asking him this one thing.
1: Okay. And then we'll hang up on him he's he's like a reasonable
2: person he doesn't answer his phone if it's a block number who would unless he's awaiting bad news and
1: then we're
0: like hi there you've reached Lucas Siegel's phone I am away at the moment
1: your phone off and answer hidden.
0: please leave me a detailed no. message and your name and number and I'll get back to you as soon as I
6: can thanks at the tone please record your message <laughs> when okay. you have finished recording you may I hang up it, or press one there. for more okay. options
2: we were out back by the radishes when the storm come rolled in. People say they ain't seen nothing like it, ever. The man from the government, the man from the army, but that storm come rolling in real tight. I like Potatoes. Uh, If nothing else, we left a bunch of stupid voicemails tonight. (laughs) I think think that's it. I think we've we've learned some things tonight. We've learned that we should keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. We've learned that we should add murder and gore to the show. Absolutely, which we we were going to do anyway. Right. We've learned that we need to learn how to advertise the show to our Facebook friends.
1: Uh, Particularly you, since you're the one with the large fan base.
2: And we've learned that we should... do more scripted radio dramas like War
1: of the Worlds. Well, maybe not, maybe not more, but at least like you know a, a good event once a year. Or oh,
2: and spend more time talking about our work as performers.
1: Yeah, and also talking about comic books and pop culture stuff is actually okay every now and again. So basically, we got
2: a handful of notes that just described what the Epic Piecast already is. Yeah,
1: there's just no hope. So just keep doing what we're doing, and I'm... and all thirteen listeners are going to be happy. <sighs> Christ. Fifty-three more. Fifty-three more. Fifty-three more. Fifty-three more. 53 do you want to more? Um, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I do I mean I have I have stuff coming up. If you would like to know about it, then just find me on Facebook, friend me on Facebook, or um find me on Instagram, which is uh, uh, Nelson Lugo Magic on Instagram. Um I will post a lot of, like, stuff that I'm doing or, or shows that I'm currently, uh, you know, updates on shows that I'm creating and things like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have a website, but I never update it. So either find me on the Facebooks or find me on the Instagrams.
2: Uh, I have a couple of things I would like to promote. Sure.
1: On Fridays,
2: September 1st, and Saturday, September 2nd, I will be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Ooh. participating in Broad Street Burlesque's Globe, The Gorgeous Ladies of Burlesque. Oh! It is a, it is a scripted burlesque show, influenced by professional wrestling, uh, the Netflix show Glow, mm-hmm. um, the original show Glow, mm-hmm. and it is going to take place in an honest, to Goodness Wrestling Ring (gasps) at the Chikara Wrestle Factory in Philadelphia. And there will be actual indie wrestlers involved in the show, and I'll be playing the part of the uh, ring announcer.
1: Well, shit. I kind of want to see that.
2: Friday, September 1st, Saturday, September 2nd. And then, on Saturday, September 9th, I will be in Orlando, Florida. (laughs) Oh, nice. Because Ongaku Overdrive has booked me to perform a Saturday night party at the Geek Easy... Uh-huh. lovely, wonderful friends of the program. Absolutely. On a bill with, listen to this, would ya? Mark with a C. What? IQ. What? And the greatest rapper that I know. Who's that? Tribe One.
1: <gasps> yeah.
2: Tribe One's gonna be there?
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck, I
2: love Tribe One. Yeah. On Goku Overdrive's show, Saturday, September 9th, the Geek Easy in Orlando, Florida. What's that, Winter Park? Is that what that neighborhood's yeah. called? Yes. Winter, Winter Park, Park Laura.
1: Uh, actually, I remembered uh, September 14th, which I believe is a Thursday. Thursday, September 14th. That's correct. At a lovely venue called The Red Room, which <coughs> is a bar that is over a bar called the KGB Bar, which is over a theater called the Crane Theater. It's on 4th Street. Um, I'm going to be debuting the world premiere of Cheating Death, Magic... My, uh... <laughs> ah! Wait, hold on, it's three M's It's, wait, magic, memoirs, and mortality That's it I can't believe you, you did that <laughs> triple alliteration thing yeah. And none of them are Mark No, why the fuck would I have a Mark?
2: Oh. oh, right, you don't acknowledge that that's even Okay, I get yeah. it
1: Anyway, so if, you want, if you'd if you like to see the debut of the show That I've been writing for the past two years And crying about it for the past two years uh, Come see it then great uh, I guess that's it buddy should we clock out
2: let's yeah I want to go home
1: <laughs> this has been the epic Pi cast I have been your host Nelson Lugo I have been your other host Schaefer the Dark Lord be safe internets bye
3: why are you going to a
2: thank you for listening to the epic Pi cast We'd love to listen to you, too. So send us your feedback, questions, love mail, hate mail, recipes, and fan fiction to epicpiecast at gmail.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com nerdyshow nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on iTunes. Like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audio Boom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've
3: got it covered.
2: Lugo! Shaber! We gotta talk about SummerSlam.
1: Okay, let's talk about it.
2: I've got some results for you.
1: Okay, hit me.
2: Raw Tag Team Championship match. It was Cesaro and Sheamus versus Dean Ambrose and Seth freaking Rollins. You said that Rollins and Ambrose would win the belts, specifically that Rollins would pin Sheamus. You got? Yeah, that's right. I said the champions would retain.
1: Okay, and what happened?
2: Uh... Rollins and Ambrose won the belts.
1: Hey, I was
3: right.
2: Ambrose pinned Sheamus, so you did pick the wrestler that was going to get pinned. You didn't pick the right one to pin him, but you were so close. And the fact oh, that
1: I'm still going to chalk that up as a win for me.
2: Well, the fact that the belts changed hands, I'm counting that as a win. So yeah. that's a point for yeah. you. Okay, that's a point for me. Okay. Raw Women's Championship: Alexa Bliss versus challenger Sasha Banks. Uh Uh-huh. What did I say? You said Alexa Bliss would retain her title. Uh Uh-huh. I said that Sasha Banks would win, but she would not win the belt. It would be, you know, by disqualification or count out.
3: Right. So the the
1: belt wouldn't change hands.
2: The belt wouldn't change hands. Right. And what happened was Sasha Banks made Alexa Bliss tap out and became the new champion.
1: What? I
2: was totally wrong on that one. You know what, and though I said she would win by disqualification, I feel that since it was a major event with the belt-changing hands, I don't get to count that as a win.
1: Well, you know what, give, me, give yourself a half point. Give yourself a half point, because you were half right.
2: All right, I'll take a half point. Okay. Jinder Mahal, the SmackDown world champion, yeah, versus Jinder Mahal, versus Mahal challenger Shinsuke Nakamura. You yeah, said Jinder would retain. Yes. I said Jinder would retain. Yes. And Jinder retained. Hooray! So, Did he cheat? Did he do like dirty stuff? Of course he cheated. The Singh Brothers interfered, but
1: Oh still, my god, I fucking love it. I I'm fucking ca- love it.
2: I'm counting that as a point for both of us. Awesome. SmackDown women's championship match. It was the uh-huh. champion Naomi versus the challenger Natalia. You said Naomi would retain. Yes. I said Naomi would retain. Uh-huh. Natalia took the belt by submission.
1: Dude! Yeah, That's an upset! That was that's a,
2: a huge upset. That's a
1: huge, that's a huge upset, yeah.
2: Also, hugely upsetting for me, because I love Naomi.
1: <laughs> Are you dealing with it okay?
2: I'll get by. <laughs> okay. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Yeah? It was the Champions The New Day versus the Challengers The Usos in a rematch, oh, right. because The Usos just lost those belts to The New Day a week before. Uh-huh. You said The New Day would retain... Absolutely. I, said, I said the new day would retain. Absolutely. And the Usos took their belts back.
1: What? That's yeah. another upset.
2: So many belts changed hands at the SummerSlam.
1: Good gravy. Oh man i I guess I guess my method of just judging their intros and walk downs isn't really enough <laughs> to gauge winners.
2: Well, hold on. Uh-huh. And then in the main event. It was a fatal four-way match for the Raw Universal Championship with champion, uh-huh. with champion Brock Lesnar and his, sure. his three challengers, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Samoa Joe. Okay. You said Roman Reigns would pin Brock Lesnar to become the new champion. Right. I said Braun Strowman would become the new champion. Uh-huh. Brock Lesnar retained his title by pinning Roman Reigns.
1: Oh, I got it backwards.
2: So he's not he's not retiring.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So if I get that... I his, no, I, I, I guess uh, Brock Lesnar isn't as tired as he looks. <laughs>
2: no, he looked great, and he looked even better at Raw the following night. Although he did... Oh, really? Oh, he did, okay. He did get his ass kicked by Braun Strowman in a, in a promo uh, brawl, but uh, he still... Well, oh,
1: that's right, because you, you went to Monday Night Raw, right? Yeah, it was sick. And you had a good time?
2: I'll tell you about it next month.
1: Okay. So where, where does that leave us point-wise? If
2: I get a half point for saying that yeah. Sasha would win but would not... Take the belt? Yeah. You're giving me that half point? I'm
1: giving you that half point, yeah. Okay.
2: Then our scores are me, 1.5. Uh-huh. To you, two. Hey, I win! I win the wrestling! You know, you <laughs> are three for three. We have had three competitions between us in the history of this show. Uh sure. When Alan Kister was a guest, we had the uh, Batman Electrocutioner Challenge. Right, when,
1: which was a fan favorite,
2: I guess. When Frontalot was on, our Star yeah. Wars episode, we did the Star Wars Force Lightning Challenge.
1: That's also true.
2: And yeah, now, I that one. And now this, can a wrestling noob call the results <laughs> of a major pay-per-view based on entrances alone? And you won that one, too. You are three for three, undefeated in yeah. challenges against your co-host. Uh,
1: that's right. Three to nothing. Uh Yeah, I mean, at this point, I would, I mean, I I would suggest, like, some kind of another trivia round, but, like, I'm so far ahead. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad.
2: You know what I would suggest? What's that? That you go fuck yourself.
1: (laughs) I won the wrestling! Hey. Yeah.
2: I'll see you next month.
1: You got it, man.